When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. They gotta blame me. Because I'm always I'm always the one to blame, right? They can't blame themselves. The fucking uh the fucking the fucking puppet and the fucking uh Potato, they don't want to blame themselves for constantly abusing me. It's hard to talk about these other characters because they're just not as nuts and dumb as John is. Episode 468. Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. By the way, for those people that are in the back, remember to shut the fuck up. What a dick. I've been dying to say that. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoony. It's showtime. WATP. 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 One more time with enthusiasm. W-A-T-P. Hello, everybody. It's the Cousaroos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show that takes posting nudes very seriously because it's how we built our Patreon. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, a woman whose nudes are covered in ink. From Once Over with Kaylee, it's Lucy Tightbox. Well, hello. Also with us today, a man who makes us all feel better about ourselves. From the All Apologies podcast, it's Trucker Andy. Let's talk shit. Please go to whoarethese.com, get our email address, voicemail number, link to the subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and the link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every month. You know, I meant to send this out today and I didn't get around to it, but I think I'm going to do a show tomorrow. We're going to try to do a little AMA style show, loose kind of AMA style show for the Patreon and Supercast uh, supporters. And everyone who donates at the top tier will get a link. They can pop on if they want to. So watch out for that. I'll be sending out the StreamYard link, as well as the link to uh, YouTube where you can watch that. We'll do that tomorrow afternoon at some point before uh, Who Are These Socials. So also, when you support the show, not only do we appreciate it, but you can watch the show live as we record it, as so many of the fine supporters are doing right now. Also, we encourage our listeners, give us a five-star review wherever you review podcasts, and then shit over us in the comment section, and then let us know where you review podcasts, because I don't even know. Today, we'll be competing for the worst podcast in the health and wellness category, a suggestion that came in from Lucy Tightbox. I assume you found a podcast you hated and then looked at the category and then sent that to me. I sure did. Smart. Good job. We have all brought a different show, and you, the listener, will be able to vote on which one was the worst. Before we start, I want to talk about results from last week. On Twitter... We put polls up a little late. Sorry about that. I'll get out of it sooner this time. On Twitter, Lucy took first place with 50% of the vote, followed by me and then Andy in last place. 
on the subreddit. Lucy took first place, followed by Andy. What? And I was in last place. I know. Go go figure. The subreddit <laughs> didn't vote for me. And then on Patreon, Lucy had 60% of the vote, followed by me and Andy at about the same. Yeah. Holy shit. That. Thank you, guys. Ugh. So let me just read a couple of the comments that I saw people writing. Oh, no. <laughs> like Michael Demers, who says, yeah, simps are picking Lucy because of simp reasons. I get it. But a married couple combining their dumb names into one name and doing an offensively cornball podcast is inexcusable. Carl wins. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> I agree. And from uh, Fry Pod the Great, everybody stop voting for Lucy. She's not going to sleep with you just because you voted for her, simps. Now, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I might. I might. We don't know. God damn it. I should have set her up for that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, and the winner is again. <laughs> with 98% of the vote. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Seriously. Uh, somebody in the chat over here put, um, go ahead and put the poll up right now so we can vote for Lucy. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Uh, fucking believable. All right. So she didn't even want to do this format. I know she hates it. I hate that. She hates this format. She's the biggest winner. What do you think was going to happen though? I mean, even with the W you hate it. I like it a little bit more with the W. What did I think was going to happen? I thought people would be reasonable and actually vote on who brought the worst podcast. I brought awful awful podcasts. You did. Awful. You did. I had you beat last week. Completely. I don't (laughs) know According to Michael Devers. I mean, Um, the guy's a smart guy. Yeah. And what were the comments about people other than you? I don't know. Mm-hmm. No one was paying attention mm-hmm. to that. Mm-hmm. I certainly was not. Mm-hmm. All right, what, what kind of order do we want to do? I don't want to keep uh, doing winners first, so I'm, I'm happy to go first. If you guys, yeah, why don't you go? First? I went to. first the okay. two weeks ago. Right. Why don't you go? First? Well, then it's my turn. Oh, he's got the bell. Very good. Very good. Okay, I present to you in the health and wellness category a show that's called "What the Actual Fork," hosted by Sammy and Jenna. And let's start it off. This is one of my biggest pet peeves when it comes to podcasting. These, this is like a, uh, a Zoom call style podcast. It's just two women on a video conference. And this is what they say. Now, let's get into it. Welcome back to a Jenna and Sammy episode of What the Actual Fork podcast. Hi, Sam. Hi, Jenna. I love these ones where we just get to like catch up and tell each other stories, basically. Sometimes I have to remind myself that this is not a phone call. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, we are recorded for the entire internet to hear. (laughs) Okay, we're off to a bad start. Sometimes I just think I'm talking to my friend. All right, then it's not a show and don't do that. Yeah. But I love that she goes, we got to remember, this is for the whole internet. This has 30 views. (laughs) This episode has 30 fucking views on YouTube. Relax over there, all right? So excited. I figured out a webcam. Look at me. Look what I'm doing over here. Let me read the description of this show so that we understand what we're getting ourselves into. What the Actual Fork Podcast is co-hosted by your favorite intuitive eating registered dietitians, Sammy, owner of Find Food Freedom, and Jenner, Jenna, owner of Happy Strong Healthy. I just called her Jenner. Like I'm fucking stuttering. <laughs> Get to the perch. <laughs> owner of Happy Strong Healthy. These dietitian besties can't stand diet culture bullshit and love keeping it real. Their mission is for all humans to believe that they are made for so much more than chasing a smaller body. They're also here to share with you that food can be fun and pleasurable again. Although these ladies are medical professionals. (laughs) Okay. They're human too. 
They're not afraid to share their deepest secrets and how years of their lives were taken by diet culture. Give me back my lives. <laughs> I guarantee that description is more interesting than this show by far. <laughs> All right. Well, actually, since I'm reading this, this is how just a, a snippet. There's a long intro here. With music and stuff. This is just a snippet from it. We are also here to share with you that food can be fun and pleasurable again. Although we are medical professionals, we are human beings too. We are not afraid to share our deepest, darkest secrets and how many years of our lives were taken by diet culture. We started this podcast so no human has to feel alone in their journey towards food freedom. I hate that last sentence. They started this podcast so no human has to feel alone in their journey towards food freedom. First off, journey. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. If you want to change the way you live your life, then change it. It's not a fucking journey. Just just ha- make it happen. All right. But food freedom. We were talking about our strategies on how to find the worst podcast. Mm-hmm. One of my least favorite things are people who justify unhealthy eating habits and just go, this diet culture, they tell you to count your calories and to keep fit. That's bullshit. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to grow up. It's like, well, you should grow up. But uh, so these two, even though neither of them are fat, I was surprised by that. (laughs) But they do say all the things that the fatties love. Wait, did they also start out that clip by saying we are medical dietitians? Yes. Instead of saying we are not. Oh, they no, they they claim that they are. Oh, they claim that they are. I thought they. Oh my god, they're so stupid. Yeah, no, no, no. They're very stupid. You can tell by the way they talk. And here's an example of that. Jenna uses the word actually. A little bit too much in this clip. Boundaries are not our forte, but we're getting better. We're definitely Well, actually, why don't we start there before I actually, before I ask you your what the actual fork moment, because we were just chatting about this and I feel like we've never actually defined what a boundary is and why they're so important. Why they're so important? (laughs) It's actually important. Let me read you what she just said, because I wrote it down. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, why don't we start there before I actually... Before I ask you your what the actual fork moment, because we were just chatting about this and I feel like we've never actually defined what a boundary is and why they're so important. She's on brand. (laughs) Medical professionals. I noticed they love the word important and they say it a lot. So I put together a little super cut for us. Important, 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 and important, 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 important. God, someone super chat them some teas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the concerts are free. It's the balls you have to pay for. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. That's my first uh, video super cut right there. Hey. I did a good job. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> the software did it for me. Okay. So they start off the show discussing personal boundaries. And they get into a long discussion about this. I don't know if this is something people are confused by. I don't know why they think this is something that they need to explain. Or who they think their fucking audience is. But as they're talking about these boundaries and why they're so important. This woman Jenna says something that's fucking nuts. Now Jenna is pregnant during this episode. She already has a, a child. Um, I have a son. I don't know what's in my belly. I'm pretty sure it's another son. Um, but there know. is. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure. And I'm like, I'm going to be the in-law one day. And like, I need to make sure that the future my future grandchildren, God bless and God willing, you know, that there are no boundaries set against me. So I just need to be (laughs) on my best game. Anyways, I did pull up a definition and it says personal boundaries are the limits and rules we set for ourselves within relationships. 
So I'm not confused about what boundaries are. Yeah. I'm very confused about what she just said. She's talking about, so she's pregnant right now. She has a young son. She's talking about her grandkids and boundaries yeah. based on her grandkids. Uh, and the, what? the impression that I get is that she has a mother-in-law that is trying to insert herself into mm. uh, oh, Caitlyn Jenner's li- life or whoever this is. So she's like, well, one day I'm going to be a mother-in-law that, and my daughter-in-law is not going to want anything to do with me the way I don't want anything to do with mine. Oh, and my biggest wow. problem is I have too much food and too many people that like me instead of being homeless and people wanting nothing to do with me and having no food. <laughs> so I have all the problems. Wow. How did the you fuck figure up? that all out? Because I'm a go. genius. That was amazing. <laughs> I think I could analyze Andy right now based on Andy knowing all that. I think there's something going on in your family dynamic right now. Well done. Because I'm just like, why not worry about your kids first before you start worrying about your grandchildren and how they feel about you? It doesn't make any sense to me. But okay, I guess that all makes sense now to everyone. So now we're going to get into Sammy. And Sammy's going to start talking about something that happened to her. She has an 11-month-old daughter. And... She took her daughter out somewhere and someone made a comment about her size. Now, I've seen a bunch of one-year-olds before. They tend to be small. Hmm. You know, one-year-old babies tend to be pretty small. Well, for a guy who doesn't have kids, you know a lot. <laughs> well, I've done my research on this one tonight. <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> you know, she's only 11 months and she will be soon enough at an age where she will be taking in these comments and she's had this her whole life. She's so petite. She's so petite. She's so petite. And then that made me feel shame of like, am I not feeding her enough? Okay. So someone commented that her 11 month old daughter is petite and immediately it triggered her like you're body shaming my daughter. It's not a body shame thing. I'm a good mother. (laughs) (laughs) I know. How insecure are you that that's triggering? But but who's the idiot calling it 11 11 month old? What's wrong with your boob juice? Yeah. Not fattening up your kid enough. (laughs) (laughs) So stupid. So that's just something that I think that if someone said to me, I would just be like, oh yeah, whatever, whatever. Moving on. (laughs) I'd yeah, for, women hate being it. called petite. I know. I know. I, I'd forget about it immediately, but uh, not Sammy. Sammy was very upset about this. So it just, it stopped me in my tracks. And I'm like, damn, like I just forget because I don't leave my house often <laughs> how much people talk about body size and how early it starts. And I do need to get myself ready for when she is able to understand these comments to start to set boundaries what is with the boundaries <laughs> oh, they love boundaries so she's concerned thank god her daughter didn't understand that she's being called petite because could you imagine she'd be scarred for life if she had known that thank god she didn't know that. but someday she will understand that and so we have to figure out how to deal with this this is going to be a huge <laughs> crisis this continues on huh? there's worse words than petite by the way yes, i know that's what i'm saying it's so stupid emaciated you know and i love that she goes i mean i don't leave the house at all so to me like having a human interaction was bizarre and i didn't like it <laughs> maybe she got out more i don't have to tell you so she gets home from this lunch or brunch or whatever she's at and she has to tell her husband about this <laughs> thing that went down because it's very upsetting it just like you know i came home and luke was like how was the mother's day brunch and i'm like well it was great. And the first conversation was this. And it's like, you know, after I, I took a deep breath, I got over it and and moved on. But it made me realize, like, I'm going to have a lot of work to do and, and to keep myself safe, to keep Sienna safe. And 
So, but it stopped me and made me just in my head. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what are we doing? The word safe I wrote down in my notes. It's going to be a lot of work to keep my daughter safe from people saying she's petite. At brunch. At brunch. (laughs) Probably just trying to make small talk. Someone brings a baby. You got to acknowledge the fact there's a fucking baby. You can't be like me. Just like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just roll my eyes and look the other and way. Get the fuck away from it. Great. A baby's here. Someone's trying to be polite. Oh, so cute. Oh, so tiny. I can't believe it. She's like, what the fuck? How oh, am I going to deal with this? <laughs> Medical professional. Time to set boundaries. It's time to set those boundaries. And she got to have long discussions with her daughter about people might one day comment on the size of her body. I, mean, I, I can't imagine what that would be like. Thank God it's never happened to me, but it seems like it'd be very (laughs) dramatic if that were to happen. All right. So fast forward. They're both going through these traumatic things that happened to them. And Jenna, who I mentioned is pregnant, had to go for a, uh, to the doctor's office for a checkup. And boy, did she have a horrible experience. And that's what launches really the whole point of this episode once they finally put me in a room that had like the ultrasound machine um the nurse like never came in so this like very busy woman very young came in and she was like has anyone seen you yet and i'm like no (laughs) does it look like anyone's seen me yet (laughs) like i'm sitting in here by myself um first off she doesn't know that people come in and then leave all the time fucking time (laughs) does it look like it what the fuck (laughs) dickhead thing to say yeah and she was like okay let's just do your vitals and like was just like very pushy and very rushy and she took my blood pressure which was fine and she's like okay time for the scale and i didn't say anything i had previously like thought about just like refusing all weights just because i don't find it necessary i'm very clearly growing um but i was like you know what who cares so i went on the scale and she was like moving the little ticker like up or up up um and she was like wow really and like said it like that like wow really like she was surprised that she was pushing it forward is how i internalized it but like could have been something different and i like glared at her and i was like what does that mean and she's like i'm just surprised so it sounds like the problem here is other women being catty with each other right is that what the problem is so she's all upset that she's pregnant, and the woman's like, "Whoa, putting on some weight there." Yeah. You're supposed to. She said, uh, "You look, you look good." Yeah, I, I would. You don't. I, you don't look like you're a buck sixty, right. or Whatever it is, right? This this is a, a skinny woman here. Yeah, who wasn't going to get on the scale, and then reluctantly got on it, and then oh boy, things got rough from there. Wow, look at this, buck sixty. Jesus, how am I going to live with myself? But she admitted what her problem was. She said, I internalized yep. it. She did not say anybody did something. She's literally blaming herself, which is, but without blaming herself. Well, at first. Yeah, yeah she lets herself yeah. off the hook immediately. Yeah, exactly, yeah. At first. But then she's internalizing this. She explains that she brought this home with her. Oh, the journey home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Producer Chris, you and I had uh, rehearsal last night. Mm-hmm. Did you bring anything home with you? <laughs> Yeah, like a Budweiser. (laughs) I did see that in your car. 
All right. So this is what this is how she brings things home. I didn't say anything after that, but what I thought about, and I, I did bring it home with me. It didn't just like leave my space. And the way that I said this, um, actually, I reposted one of ears. Elise Meyers' videos about being weighed. I at saw the that. I saw so that. Funny. It was so good. Um, but. You know, the reality is, is like the less healed version of me, because I'm no longer going to say like anybody is healed because you're constantly healing. Right. Yeah. But like the less healed version of me would have that comment alone would have impacted the way I fed my baby, fed myself, moved my body, thought about my body, thought about my pregnancy and the anxiety that I would have had about going back to future doctor's appointments. She's anxious about how she would have been anxious if she hadn't been anxious. Was she just saying she would have withheld food from her baby? If she was her baby, would it be fat? If she was less healed, the less healed version of her, it would have impacted how she fed her baby. The fact that this woman was surprised how much she weighed. She wants a petite baby. She's jealous of the other girl. They should yeah, right. swap babies. They should just swap babies, probably. So it sounds like the less healed version of her is a mental patient. <laughs> if a comment like that is going to all of a sudden set off these series of events where your daughter dies at the age of two for malnourishment. Like, what? These broads don't have enough going on where they're inventing this shit. Yeah, right. They're coming up with problems that don't fucking exist and dwelling on it. Well, and posting it on social media and then talking right. about it on their show. Welcome to America. They got to satisfy the makeup problems because yeah. we have it too good. Yeah, you know who's not offended by people saying, well, I'm surprised how much you weigh? People in Palestine. Yeah. They're not worried about that right fucking now. Not right now. <laughs> not a problem for them. They're trying to set boundaries, though. <laughs> <laughs> they know the definition of boundaries. They <laughs> have to live with it every day. All right, so. I knew we'd find some humor when I brought up Palestine. I'm like, all right, here we go. Slammed up. <laughs> yeah, just ripe for jokes. <laughs> so this is great because as I brought up, if you're not watching this right now, this is not a large woman. And usually it's the ashes, the infinifats of the world who have a problem with being weighed. We've talked about this on the show before. We had Dr. Steve on the show who explained why they weigh these people and what the importance is to that. And how to pee in a hat. And also how to pee in a hat. I forgot about that. So she explains that it could have been worse. But I, I couldn't help but think about, A, the fact that I have thin privilege myself. Thin privilege? It's not a privilege. You don't eat like an asshole. How somebody in a larger body would have felt if that comment was made, A, um, or somebody who is in that less healed space, what their future steps towards caring for themselves would have or could have been after that exchange, which in her mind, she thinks was seemingly innocent and maybe even kind, right? I don't know what her intention mm -hmm. behind saying that is and <laughs> how it, it actually impacted me or God forbid somebody else. Oh my God. I got lost <laughs> along the way. There. Well, I, I know it is all very confusing, but the idea that it probably the person who said it meant it as a compliment and she still took offense to it and is still bringing it with her bringing it along with her she's she still goes. talking about the scale thing yes how would it impact there's two people there she's like how would this impact somebody else there's two people there two there's the one person that said well, it and she, you how would that goes, impact somebody else what if this happened to someone who's fat they would have gone home and eaten a pint of ben and jerry's and gotten over it that's how they would have handled it it's so they dumb cry about it on a podcast Pe people that are kind of like born smaller want to be bigger and people that are big 
want to be smaller. People with curly hair want straight hair, and people with straight hair want curly hair. It's you want what you don't have, right? And you're you can't make it other people's problem. Yeah, why even internalize that? Why even think about what if this had happened to blah blah blah? Yeah, Who didn't cares? They don't even know it happened. That. Jesus, nothing even happened to you. It's not even a right. thing. But this is the topic of conversation for this show, and so they bring up their. Thank God, there's resources out there for us. I'm always concerned about. Are there enough resources? Are there enough tools for us to use? Um, we've had. Dr. Asher Larmy on the podcast twice now, mm -hmm. and they have a wonderful website, No Way, and that's W E I G H dot org slash resources gets you to the page where it has this business card that can help you set the boundary with a medical professional if you do not want to be weighed. And again, that's no way.org forward slash resources. And it simply says, I do not consent to the following being weighed, discussing Boundaries. my weight. <laughs> yes. Right. Being weighed, discussing my weight, discussing weight loss, a weight management referral, refusing a weight management referral. That's a smart thing to do <laughs> for sure. So let's check out this website. No way.org. <laughs> this is, uh, this is great. Huh, it's well, a real thing. <laughs> welcome to hashtag no way. Campaign to end medical weight stigma. What is hashtag no way? It's for fat assholes who feel ashamed of themselves and don't want to be reminded that they're living their lives like shitheads. Oh, <laughs> Look at these success stories. Over I here. know, these <laughs> fucking giant tubs of lard. No more scales, no more shame, no more fear, no more discrimination. You should have fear. You should have fear of a lot of things, a lot of problems. There's Coming no more away. food because you're here. I'm handing my doctor a trifold, like delete law. <laughs> yeah, right. Here are the following things that you can say to me. I'll, I'll say whatever the fuck I want to, you, asshole. So then I go to the resources because I want to get one of these cards to hand to my doctor, obviously. I don't want to be shamed at the doctor's office. And I click on it, and it's broken. <laughs> oh. Slash resources is broken. God damn it. Where am I going to get my card then? So as I'm watching, so like we had a doctor on our show. They explained they're part of this noway.org so that we have ways that you can tell your physician I don't want to be weighed when I come into the doctor's office. And I was thinking... There must be a reason why they weigh their patients. There's probably a medical reason. It probably has to do with their health. They're probably looking out for them. They're, they're probably not doing it to shame their, their patients, right? They don't get together on the weekends and be like, oh, my God, you should have seen Samantha gain 30 pounds. Just check this out, right? The, I'll ask that to Steve, but maybe they do. It's all a ruse, like turning to the left and coughing. Right. Yeah, they just it does want to see if you'll do it. They just want to see if you'll do it. Checking and we always gym do. teachers. <laughs> When they shove that thing down your your urethra, <laughs> you don't have to do that to get rid of STDs. <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. fun for them. Yeah. Prostate cancer doesn't even exist. It's not even a thing. <laughs> so I'm thinking, wait, isn't there ever a time when the doctor probably shouldn't know what your weight is? And thankfully, they explain there are exceptions. If you're getting anesthesia, that is very much, you know, part of the dosing process mm -hmm. for safety because like god forbid um they dose you too high and it could be detrimental to your health or too low and you're awake during a surgery that could really suck we don't want that <laughs> like, we don't want oh not knowing the way could actually end up having you be dead <laughs> 
Sounds like maybe you should just get on the fucking scale, Tommy. On either of those things. <laughs> so there are some scenarios where it may be necessary. And even in pregnancy, which is like the beginning part of this conversation, there are some nuances to it too. If you have a high risk pregnancy, if you are um, having hyperemesis and like vomiting a lot, they do want to make sure that you're gaining at that point. <laughs> like I do after speaking with some people, like those are two scenarios where it may be possible. So no matter what the situation is, you can one advocate for yourself and say no. Wait, well, hold on a second. You just told me how important it was in certain scenarios that they know what your weight is. And she goes, and listen, you can just say no to the doctor. I thought you were just telling me how I shouldn't say no to the doctor. No, I'm wildly confused. So that's my uh, submission this week. I present to you what the actual fork a show by two retards <laughs> giving out medical advice. Thin privilege. Yes. Talking about thin privilege. All right. Who's up next? Go. Up to you. I'll go next. All sure. right. All right. Andy, what did you bring for us today? I found a delightful show called Den Fam, which is seemingly a Kardashian type of lifestyle vlog show, but it's uh, a black family. Mm-hmm. That is uh, really hip and with it. So in clip one, let's meet the uh, Den fam. All right, Devin's on the skateboard. Latasha. Oh, I'm not even going to try these names. Oh, God. Chachara. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> Boogie, all right. Boogie's, <laughs> Boogie's like Phil Elmore. <laughs> Den fam, welcome to the Den. So is that their last name? I believe so, yes. That would make sense. So Devin is the oldest son. He's filming everything. You don't see him that much. And then uh, Latasha is the mom. And you got baby Ty and uh, Talia. And (laughs) you say so. Shara. And then Boogie is the dad. And Boogie is obviously a ninja. So he's, <laughs> he's a Phil Elmore type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you might be asking, what does this have to do with health and wellness? And, Andy, uh, what does this have to do with health and wellness? Yeah, this is a very special episode of Den Fam in oh, clip okay. two here. Thank you for coming and chilling with us in the den. It is like 5.30 in the morning, and it's the morning of my surgery. So we're about to head over there, and I'm a little nervous, of course, as I should be, but um, I'm just ready to get this done and over with. So I will definitely keep you guys posted. I don't know how much I'm going to be able to film once I get there. We'll definitely let you guys know more, so I'll stay posted. Okay, so... It, she's kind of whispering because it's 530. Yeah, but not all of those were words. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I know. If you're only thing. listening, she's got like a third eye gem on, in, yeah. the, in the middle of her spitball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think she just bedazzled a mole or something. But, <laughs> smart. you know, she. so these are where the health health concerns come into the format because. I can't think of someone I'd, I'd less want to watch than someone who's going in for surgery. Yeah. Like, you're up at 5 a.m. to prep for surgery? Good. I'll be sleeping in. I don't want to know about it. <laughs> but is, uh, you know, is Latasha going to be okay? I can see that you're all very concerned. Okay. But <laughs> very. you should be because Latasha is undergoing a life-saving BBL procedure. Oh, okay. So cut to, I mean, if anybody doesn't know, BBL is a Brazilian butt lift. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
couple of years ago. Not so much now, but it used to be all the rage and everybody was going through this. Apparently, it's perfectly awful. So in clip three, we're going to She's going to get a tramp stamp at the same time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's find out how uh, Latasha's BBL surgery went in clip three. Why would she fix her face if you're going to get... <sighs> She's insufferable. She's gonna go in the back on the front. She's gonna go on her stomach. She's gonna lay down. Probably the front, right? You lay down. Okay. A lot of people have problems. Don't cry about it. You cry, baby. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so she's looking great and feeling great, but we got to figure out how to get her home now. Yeah. Okay. So everything is going great for Latasha. She's thrilled with the results, obviously. But the B plot of the episode. Okay. Yes. Okay. Is that uh, Boogie just can't figure out how to get the seat of the rental car down because they have to they have to stuff her in the front seat sitting the wrong way because of her giant ass. And they can't just lay her down across the back? Put her on the roof. Clip four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tired of the hood. <laughs> but she needs a space to bring her legs up. You're making this real easy for us, Natasha. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck up. Keep going. <laughs> Figure it out, asshole. Yeah, it's like... Wait, I'm confused about this vehicle. Is it like a two door? I can't tell. It, it's like an SUV. It looks That's like a I van. Thought. I think it's a. I think yeah, I think it's a van. All right, he's stuffing her in there like a so, mattress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, fuck in there. it'll he, fit. Uh, well, he can't even to get shut the, the door on her. Can't even get the seat down. <laughs> Who's got a bungee rope? Yeah. So you know, laying da- face down in a rental car is uh, really relatable. Okay. It's, it's just like us, the Dem fam. Okay. <laughs> so Latasha is taking it all in stride. I'm not sure what that means. If he's talking about this family specifically or an entire race of people, uh, I can't tell with Andy right now. <laughs> Uh, she's taking it all in stride in clip five here. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> You're gonna go on your belly. Why can't she get in right, in the, right there, the other door? She's trying to sit down on her brand new ass, which uh, everybody knows that you're not supposed to do. You know what this looks like to me? (laughs) What? So I've been watching a lot of these code blue videos for the creep off where the police have these people who do not want to get arrested. It's like that in slow motion. (laughs) Not getting in the fucking vehicle. You got to get in the vehicle. You got to get in the vehicle. Get in the fucking vehicle. How many people does it take to load a blubbering mess into a car? (laughs) Uh, So the nurse is going to... uh, point out that there is a lot at stake for like a lot a lot of things could go wrong for Letitia here so you could lose your ass she's, she's sitting <laughs> on her new ass too soon yeah, yeah, yeah. it won't heal right and it'll just be a waste <laughs> oh no that would be terrible it's gonna hurt more Ooh. Give me this hand. not on your side stomach, 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 stomach. 
Did they transplant part of her brain to her butt? It's, they're like on your stomach, on your fucking stomach. <laughs> I know the thing that blow your boobs, your stomach. She refuses Jesus to Christ. get it. <laughs> fucking retard. My dear, you're gonna lose your money. She starts driving away like that. Did you hear that? <laughs> Did you hear what the nurse said? You're gonna lose your money. Yeah. Oh. Every all the. Everything that they spent oh, on this surgery is, that what she means is by gonna that? be yeah. ruined if you it's sit that, on it's your ass. Right wallet right is now. hanging out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was she not just sitting in the wheelchair yeah, on she her was. bus? Yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I'm surprised. Maybe it's that... a special butt wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Assless wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, there was no seat in it. No seat back there. That's why she can't lay across the back. Why did they bring the fucking baby with them? These people might be stupid. Right, baby ties in the car. He's in a car seat he looks over petite. there. Yeah. Ah, ah! <laughs> the baby's over there. Like, can you leave this bitch? So <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, you're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now this next clip. Andrew Binky. Yeah. <laughs> Try this. Yeah. Boogie, let's go. Let's just leave her. Put some whiskey on her gums and let's go. <laughs> Latasha, she continues to carry on like this. But uh, when I was watching this for the first time, I, I lost my shit at oh this yeah. next clip. Oh, good. So there's kids back in the third who seat who do not seem surprised by this. Who are have no sympathy for their mom right yeah. now. I'm just like Jesus Christ, this bitch. I have, I get the feeling she makes everything difficult. Uh, She's like the stuttering John of this family. From those kids' reaction, yeah, yeah. it would seem yeah. so. They're yeah, like, there goes all our money. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> So Talia and Hey, uh, everyone who wants to go to college, take a step forward. Not so fast. Yeah. <laughs> Stay in the backseat. Two daughters are losing respect for their mom in real time. That's great. All right. Now the nurse is going to try and explain to Boogie uh, the care needs oh, that geez. he's going to have to provide for Latasha in uh, clip eight here. She wanted more. And then if she don't put more, they put a certain amount because she's going to throw up. And that's why I'm explaining to her. That's why she's crying. So no more of anything? No. Now you can give her, oh, you give her something to eat in her stomach. Eat, make up, eat, and give her the medicine. And then make up more. Like, she's the type of person that says she's not going to walk. But I need her to walk. Like today. Because if she doesn't walk, it's very faded. She could die. A black car could go to her and die. Jesus Christ! <laughs> You're trusting this asshole with this? He's, he's, she's gonna say no. He's gonna go fine. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> gonna twist your arm. She's like a gremlin. You got to give her the medicine, <laughs> yeah, and then you got to feed her. Right. Then you got yeah. to make her walk. My favorite part is because she is uh, the type of person that won't get up and walk. Right? She's like she's the type of person that won't do it. So you have to make her do it. How did she even qualify for this procedure? Oh, the money back to the money. No, no one yeah. trying to talk her out of this. Huh? Okay. Yeah. Okay. But uh, Latasha still isn't getting the concept of not sitting on your <laughs> ass that you just had surgery on. I, when you get something new, you want to try it out. Yeah. You want to wear the sneakers out of the store. I get it. Just show it off. Yeah. <laughs> 
She doesn't look like a human you right there. You can't sit on your overstuffed ass. What yes. don't you get? And please don't say, I can't breathe. You can't. A black yeah. person cannot say, I can't breathe, or else a cop has to arrest their partner. Okay? <laughs> right. So don't say that. That's very triggering. So here are some more. I feel like she didn't even read the pamphlet they gave her. Yeah. Right? She was not prepared for any of this. Yeah. She was just looking through the catalog of nice asses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She Ooh. stopped right there. All right, we're good. I got I'll take it. that. The nurse is going to give even more instructions to Boogie. Maybe oh, she just oh, thinks no. he needs to be told it's more like, than yeah, once. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make a walk. It's the most important. Every two hours or 15 minutes. Or 15 minutes. A lot of liquid. All day. All day. Okay. A lot of liquid. A lot of fluid. Pineapple juice. Gatorade. Okay. Gatorade mix it with water because it has sodium. Okay. Okay? There's more instructions in here, okay? Okay, beautiful. Well, okay? I I oh, this is her. Oh, this is here? Oh, I thought you were going to the chair. I was like, no, because you have to walk. Okay, good. Thank you. You cannot. No, my dear. Yep. The boogie was trying to sit up again. Yeah. And the boogie was trying to take the wheelchair with (laughs) (laughs) This could really come in handy. Yeah. (laughs) So I'll walk around in this. It was kind of hard to. Yeah. (laughs) Take take her for a walk, water her, feed her. It was kind of hard to hear too, but the nurse was like, uh, "Give her uh, pineapple juice. That's yeah. good." Mm-hmm. And Boogie was like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll drink some too for, <laughs> for when she's feeling better. Yeah. She's glucking these nuts." What influence for her? So everyone is telling Letitia that if she doesn't lay flat on her stomach, she could get a blood clot and die. Okay, but she's not trying to hear that. Okay, cool. <laughs> Okay. Now. On your belly. On your belly. Like she said, you. Like she said, you. You don't want to die, so she said you can if you don't do it right. Oh, you gotta lay down. So lay down straight. No, you can't lay sideways. You can't lay sideways. Straight, straight. Listen to me. Listen to me. You have to. It hurts so bad. I can't. I know it does. I rather lay the other way. Maybe not. She just said a blood clot can go to your heart. You can die if you lay any other way. And you gotta walk every two hours. What are you taking, stupid pills? Is anyone else rooting for the blood clot at this point? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> she's just playing dead now, so yeah. she doesn't have to lay, uh, lay uh, flat on her stomach. Is, is laying flat on your stomach that hard? What is? No, she's what is an wrong asshole. With this? If she was sitting the other way, she'd be complaining about that. All right. So they finally get this precious cargo loaded up, and they're off to <laughs> yeah. CVS to get painkillers for her in clip 12. Okay. You have to lay straight. Lay straight. You could do it. You tough. Go ahead. Damn, you're going to have to crawl in. Straight. Got it, Molly. Okay. Okay, that's good. Come on, I got to get this medication. I need medicine. I can't take this. It looks like she's breathing. She just told me she could. You have to lay down. Like this for a little bit. Okay. Okay, please. I'm getting back Again, back to not reading the pamphlet. Get the painkillers before the procedure. <laughs> yeah, I know. Have them ready Why to we go. Way back? Yeah. Why did you bring the entire family? That was dumb. Yeah. You should have just had a big empty open van and have the painkillers with you. Oh, I also got to return the sweater. <laughs> Wait here. <laughs> You're probably going to need some new pants. Yeah. 
And now uh, Debbie has to ride in the way, way back because uh, her badonk donk's taking up two full seats in the car. So he's way in the back. And, uh, okay. you know, you you thought that uh, her car, I'm sorry, <laughs> you thought getting her in the car was the hard part. But let's see how this ride goes for everybody. Fussy. <laughs> Whoa, Nelly. Settle down. See what Bob Johnson wrote in the chat? She'll calm down at the Popeye's drive through Yeah. <laughs> you see Boogie was like touching her butt? Yeah, He's like, he can't wait to get his hands on it. <laughs> I think that was for him, not yeah, for her. Yeah. He was motorboating those double Ds 20 minutes after she got him. Oh, gross. Oh. All right, so... <laughs> <laughs> that's gross yeah it is alright so fortunately for the Den fam common sense prevails in clip 14 give me water I don't want no water I, 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 I don't know what to do right now I'm so much mother I know but you got right now you just don't move when you're in pain obviously no help me help me help me help me help me at this point, as a viewer of this, I'm just hoping that the blood clot prevails. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and God's like, what do you want from me? I, I gave you the ass I gave you. You're the one who changed it. <laughs> All right. Like, two more clips here. She's she's on another planet. And Devin, the guy with the camera, is going to try and interview her for the vlog oh, good. while she's losing her mind. I feel like I've heard enough of her, but okay. You're fine. Okay. Oh. I need to give a shout out to Michael who's watching. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> Mom, can you tell everybody to smash that notification button, please? That's amazing. Also, could you just read this thing about Magic Mind? Yeah. Uh, Andy, how did you find this show? I just thought to myself, what's hilarious? Botched BBLs that I went and found. <laughs> so that's just, oh, I could have okay. thought of that. <laughs> He's the goat. He's the goat. Wow. All right. Last clip. Devin is going to pour some salt in the uh, giant ass wound. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Mama, this is what you wanted. You wanted this. Just think about the end result. You'll be fine. You're going to cooperate. Look at the bottom of her bathrobe. (laughs) You can see blood all over her bathrobe. It's pouring out of her gaping (laughs) ass wound. Wait, did one of her hemorrhoids explode? Because I've heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that some people have that affliction. And that's the Den fam, everybody. Jesus, that was tough. Wow. <laughs> uh, I'm glad we're done with that. I wouldn't want to do that again. I feel like I, I had the procedure. Yeah, I've seen nicer snuff films. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Well, Lucy Tightbox, follow yeah. that.
I will try, but you guys both did an awesome job this week. I'm, I'm feeling up. worried. I'm, I'm feeling, feeling worried. patronized now. <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling worried. She's buttering up the red. He's like, oh, you guys are both <laughs> no, really good at this. This is how I butter up the <laughs> yeah. red. I barely tried, and I'm going to win by a landslide. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so I found a podcast hosted by Stuart Mackey called This is Stuart, and he has a pretty big following. Um, so we are going to be checking out an episode that he did called Your Path to Growth is Failure. Um, and about 20 minutes into the episode, he is going to tell us what his podcast is generally about. So let's hear that in clip one. This is a podcast and it's it's dedicated around the ideals of personal development, accountability, self-awareness, mental health, physical fitness, and a relentless pursuit of becoming the best version of ourselves. Yeah, I already want to die from that. <laughs> he didn't say journey, at least. That's true. He will. He will. Yeah. So, oh, okay. I had a feeling. Um, and yeah, I'm, the nice thing about this is that we already know that we have already entered a safe space and we're going to be validated and we're not going to get triggered by this podcast. Thank God I needed to calm down after that. <laughs> the videos we were just watching. It's going to be a journey. There's going to be perception and accountability. Oh, good. We're going to align our energies. Are we going to manifest things? I think that we just might. Oh, cool. There might even be chakras. Who even knows? Nice. Um, so that gives you a general idea of what Stu is like um and he is going to tell us about today's episode about the topic for today um but he's almost going to break his floaty little hippie character persona for a second so make sure to listen for that so today we're going to deep dive into something i like to call failing forward i coined that i patented that if anyone takes it i will Send a very strongly worded email to someone. Cease and desist! <laughs> I'm the one failing forward over here! <laughs> uh, yeah, not only that, though, failing forward is like an extremely common term yeah, no in the shit. self-help genre. There's a book called Failing Forward. In business, too, yeah. yeah everywhere. Literally everywhere. So, yeah, he's going to he sue you. Yeah, he invented yeah, it. Yeah, he's, okay. he's, he's really very proud of his failing forward term that he definitely created. Okay. Um. So, I'm going to spare you listening to two long clips of him talking and just gibberish gibberish garbage the entire time and instead we are going to skip to clip four which is going to be where Stuart is going to spend a really long time explaining to us that he realizes that growth sometimes involves failure okay um and he is going to come off of this realization by asking a very important question and definitely not getting sidetracked at all but what was the key takeaway I'll let you think about this. What was the key takeaway from me talking about how I was triggered to how I processed and came out the other side? I'll give you a few seconds. As I wait for all these lovely little... I think they're swallows. Fly over. Let me describe... Better than spits. <laughs> my, my scenery right now. I'm at the lake. I'm in my office. <laughs> If you've seen pictures of my office, I love it. It's a broken-down bench. It is one of the hottest days in Ireland in 2023. The sun is shining. The water is ridiculously, ridiculously warm. The raspberries, the blackberries, the... cups are all... Blooming or all growing. I could just sit here for hours. 
And I will. And he will, <laughs> and I had to listen to it. Yeah, I feel like I've been here for hours listening so, to this. Uh, so Bob Ross has a podcast. That's good to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is not the only time in this one episode that he does this, like, frou-frou, annoying, telling us about the scenery thing, because, of course, we're supposed to be feeling like we're envisioning ourselves in a beautiful meadow and surrounded by tulips and all of the wonderful stuff. But you might have forgotten while you were envisioning yourself in this wonderful, wonderful place that he actually asked a question there. The key takeaway. Uh, yeah. So we want to know what the key takeaway was about his realization that you have to fail in order to succeed. Mm. So we will find out the answer in clip five. I'm, I don't want to spoil it. But could it be that you learn from failure more than you learn from success? That's a really great answer. Let's see. But anyway, the answer is <laughs> self-awareness. It's because you're the face of failure. <laughs> you couldn't wait to get that out. <laughs> uh, yeah, he doesn't say anything that makes sense. In no, self awareness is not the answer. Yeah, That's not the right answer. Absolutely. That's there's no point in any episode that he does where one single sentence makes, like the words strung together, make sense. Does anyone all. listen to this shit? Uh, you, that's a great <laughs> question also. Uh, you said he has a big, large following. He does have a really large following, and so you're probably asking yourself, well, Can I meet these people? Yes, how... that's what I'm asking myself. I want to meet these people. <laughs> how the hell did this idiot get yeah. so many people following him? And the answer to that is because he is a thirst trap for 40-year-old housewives. Oh. So we are going to check out hmm. some of the slutty comments that he gets on TikTok <laughs> oh, in clip right. six. The first one says, marry me. Please reject me so I can get on with my life, little skull face emoji. I think I can see Dionysus in your thigh, blushing face. I opened this app at work, laughing, crying emoji. Had to close it real quick and relocate. Fabulous job. And then like a thousand emojis. Um, that woman. How hot is this guy? <laughs> yeah. No, so, I'm even intrigued. Yeah, she's she's creaming her pants. She's yeah. real excited. She's really really excited. And I slipped out of my chair. <laughs> so this is how he has gained his following and gets so many listeners on his stupid dumb podcast. So let's see what these women are losing their minds over in clip seven, which is one of his TikToks. So he's wearing gold lame shorts, Don't and now he has a watermelon. He's crushing the watermelon between his thighs. Looks like he's shitting his pants. He's failing. <laughs> he's failing to do it like yep. a failure. He's Jack Digger. Yeah. <laughs> do it, pussy. <laughs> he succeeded. Now eat it. It wasn't meant to be raining. That is not women, what I thought I was Women find this sexy. Jesus. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I want to give him the Heimlich. He looks like Carrot Top if Carrot Top had no self-awareness. Yeah, yeah. It, that's very true. So uh, let's check out some more of the excited ladies on TikTok. Okay. Relating specifically to the watermelon. Oh, God. New fetish unlocked. I want to be that watermelon so badly. Dancing emoji. Crushed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no diss in here. I hope I spelled right. I just want to be in those short, not dirty. Don't take wrong way. It came out wrong. Could have edited that, but okay. Came out and wrongly. finally, move watermelon. Angry face. It's my turn. 
because they want their heads crushed by a watermelon? So wait, this, this is like the Matt Rife of self-help gurus is what you're telling me right now. Like, this guy doesn't have any talent. Oh, chicks, I want to fuck him. Okay, now I get it. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's what his success is. Well, um, all right, so we're going to... You know get... what? If I'm being honest, it's why I'm popular, too. So I can't <laughs> knock him okay. too hard. The women like all... your frosted tips. They're not fucking frosted! <laughs> They're not frosted fucking tips! It's all dudes in his DMs. I wish I could frost those tips. <laughs> <laughs> They're not fucking frosted tips, assholes. <laughs> How dare you? I got to change the lighting in here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're going to get back to the podcast for a little bit. And yeah. it is going to turn out we are also going to find out that Stuart is an actor. Oh. That's right. He's not only a master of flowery language and thirst trap extraordinaire and crusher of watermelons, but he is also a lovely, wonderful actor. Um, so he is going to tell us about how he went for an audition for an acting role and he did not get it. And this is his response to that in clip nine. I didn't even get a consideration for an audition. <laughs> Do I see that as a failure that I am just untalented and unwarranted even for consideration? Yes. You should. Yes. You should. You failed I, backwards on that yeah. one. <laughs> I wouldn't go gay for pay, so I didn't get the part. Yeah, just kidding. I would. <laughs> they didn't ask. So I spared you like the twenty-minute explanation after that, but uh, his answer was no. Um, even though course. we all can agree that the yeah, answer yeah, yeah. to that is clearly yes. So I figure we should probably check out some of his acting reels, which he posts on YouTube. Um, so he does his can YouTube we? is about half podcast and half acting rule reels so we are going to check out clip 10 where he is going to be doing a scene from romeo and juliet and you are going to hear an off-screen voice that is reading the juliet part uh but the video is just going to be stuart front and center so let's check that out in clip are thou not romeo and a montague no i think i made it either of these like how came so hither tell me and wherefore this place is death considering who thou art if any of my kinsmen find thee here when love's lower wings did i push these walls for so many limits cannot hold love out and what love can do that dares love a tenth therefore thy kinsmen are no stop to me if they do see thee they will murder thee i'm lost in his blue eyes i'm sorry what did he say <laughs> he said, i love you carl oh i knew it yeah i mean what <laughs> It just came to Let's go on. Um, yeah, so... Uh, How do you feel about his acting, Lucy? It's awful. Okay. Oh, my God. He's, like, licking his lip. J- Juliet's like, you're going to get murdered. And he's like, mm. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> <laughs> Bring me a watermelon, baby. Hold on a second. Lucy, let's zoom in. Can you do that again? What was your impression No, there? I absolutely cannot do it. That was one time. Thought you wanted the W today. All right, never mind. <laughs> Gave you a chance. We're focusing on Stuart here. Correct. Come Let's on. look at Stuart. We got to we got to pay Stuart. attention to Stuart. Okay. So we'll check out one more scene um, where he is going to get very excited that his Juliet is beckoning for him in clip eleven. Spoiler. <laughs> get the fuck out. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, so he, he ran That right was the back. 12th take of that. <laughs> I also feel like I could hear the sound of 1,000 women's underwear, you know, of them creaming their Spoosh. panties. Yeah, like, Jesus Yeah, that on the board? Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. While he's dressed like Harry and Lloyd going to a fancy ball and dumb and dumber. Yeah. 
They're excruciating. The acting reels are worse than the podcast, which it's painful for me to say. All right. Well, so is that the end of your presentation? That sure is. Great job, as always. Lucy, and to you, Andy Q Public, excellent job. Great, terrible shows. People can go vote for who they thought brought the worst podcast. We'll have the poll up on our Patreon. Anyone who's uh, on there can do that. You don't have to be a Patreon member. We'll put it on Twitter. We'll put it on the subreddit. Although maybe I shouldn't put it on the subreddit. We got a, uh, you know, banana bag. We've been talking about our friends over at Banana Bag. Yeah. that uh, the, the hydration system. And uh, they got an email. You know, one of the things people love to do is get people to fuck up the sponsors of shows they don't like. So my my buddy over at Banana Bag forwarded this to me. He's like, I wonder who this came from. Oh. I will not purchase or recommend your product to anyone and anyone who advertised. I will post publicly on their content as well as contact them directly as many ways as possible about how you sponsor a, pro- a podcast. Who are these podcasts? And similar shows under that banner. They harass, make fun of, belittle, dox, and encourage their listeners to do the same to people of that are vulnerable, including but not limited to transgender, gay, race, disabled people. Puerto Ricans. (laughs) That is so poorly written. There's only one man who would write that sentence that I could think of. Wow. I know it's hard to vet all content in the marketing department more than likely listened to a selected piece of content provided by the network when they made the decision to sponsor them. They fill in, collaborate, and do shows for known racists and hate mongers such as Anthony Cumia and Gavin McGinnis. You probably didn't know this, but now you do, and you can't use that excuse that you didn't know. Please do the right thing and drop them as a partner immediately! So they renewed with us (laughs) for the month of December. And they actually have a new deal that we'll be talking about in a future episode. But I appreciate Banana Bag forwarding that to us and laughing along with (laughs) us. It's fucking assholes. I don't like what this person says. You can't be a sponsor of the program. All right. If you say so. Guys, we've been talking about the holiday song parody contest. And the contest is make a parody song about any topic you want. Related to WATP, as long as it's set to a holiday song. And we've had some amazing submissions so far. We have some great ones today. One that floored me. I, I literally fell out of my chair. But oh, sweet. <laughs> they're all great. And we're going to start off. This one comes in from Buddy and the WDUM Prank Call Podcast. This is Father Patrick. I'm working. Stop talking. <laughs> when I was young, I believed in Santa Claus because I knew it couldn't be my dad. He was busy on his laptop streaming. I can't walk in or he'll get mad. But the last time I saw Father Patrick, we were at a Five Below department store. When he saw the big wall of headphones, he ran so fast he knocked me to the floor. We said, Father Patrick, give us attention. 
Don't mess around with those busted boys. We'll interrupt your stream. We won't wait till it's over. He's got no bread, so he's making some noise. He forgot to buy us toys <laughs> because of all the Richards and Roy's. <laughs> ah, very well done. Uh, very Thank you very much, buddy. And the WDUM Prank Call Podcast. Excellent submission. All right, Adam Thoreau, huge contributor to the show, does a lot of things for us. Is always finding cringe of the weeks for us. He put this together, and this is impressive. This is Carol of the Uz. Amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> the best song John's ever sung before. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. So I added the Rel coming in Carol of the Uz. I got one more for us. This is from uh, some guy in Belfast who left it on her voicemail. And it's uh God rest ye smelly gentlemen. <laughs> Hi Carl. Vic from Belfast here. I've got an entry for your Christmas song competition. I could have recorded it and done all that stuff, but I'm a boomer and I can't be bothered with a tacky shape. So I'm literally going to fill it in, okay? All right. Here goes. God wrecked that smelly gentleman whose first two kids were gay. He's drinking, rubbing alcohol alone on Christmas Day. His family fled, his cats unfed, his bills are left unpaid. Heavy drinking and being unemployed, health is destroyed, liver failure and bleeding hemorrhoids. <laughs> there you go, Christmas Carol. Probably, I think it's a winner. Okay, that's me, right? The Zabra will be avenged. Two key world order. Two key world <laughs> order. TWO. I, even if you don't win, I think you're going to fail forward with that one. Yeah. So great submission, guys. Keep those coming. I appreciate it. I mentioned that I had written a song that my wife wouldn't sing because of the content of it. I had a, a listener reach out and say that she will sing it for me. So I sent her that. So hopefully we'll have that soon. But please keep the uh, submissions coming. We're going to put together a whole holiday album for Who Are These Podcasts. And so far, it's a it's a winner. It's a hit. I'm enjoying it. You know who's not a winner? A little different version of the Opie segment today because there's a podcast called Lemon Party. A few people sent me this. Ben Avery, formerly Tim Dillon's producer, Ben. Okay. Who I've always loved. I always loved Ben Avery. Well, he's doing this show now with a couple other guys, and it's called Lemon Party. And they had a segment where they just started watching Opie. Hmm. And it's so fun to watch other people react to Opie. And I always think of Tim Dillon as a West Coast comic because he kind of started from the comedy store and Joe Rogan. And so I forget that he's from New York. And so these guys know Opie and Anthony. Okay. They know everything that's going on, where he's been, where he's at now, but it's so fun. I thought they did a really good job of uh, reviewing his show. 
So I just want to play some clips from that. Talk. I think he just kind of wanders around New York and like makes friends with chefs and then asks them if they want to like be his ho- like co-host. <laughs> Every day on his birthday, he just buys himself a birthday cake and smashes it sadly. <laughs> Outside his own high rise. It's so sad. What the fuck, yeah. man? I know. He he lights the candles, day, yeah. gives it to a homeless person, then smashes and and steps mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. I met the Nia. She's a lovely person. Nia goes way way back in the. Uh, He's talking about Bill Burr's wife, Nia. Um, Great, right? Um, I, I hate to tell you this, but can I tell you when I when I saw Nia flip off uh, Trump, know? I go, "What's Opie going to say about this?" <laughs> <laughs> got, I'm like a big. I got a big newspaper. I got. I go, Opie, your response. Opie, Opie. Give me a word, champ. Oh, man. It's so crazy that if you go to Washington Square Park, you could see Opie, like, doing a radio show to a tree, like, next to Homeless Mustard. <laughs> Making a, a mustard reference. So these guys obviously know uh, Opie and Anthony and have some are having some fun with this. Uh, Bobo was a, a character on the Opie and Anthony show, a mentally disabled gentleman, big Mets fan. Uh, actually, I think... Uh, Blind Mike just did an episode about uh, a Bobo um, event that happened on the Opie and Anthony show on Why Are You Laughing recently. So this is just kind of a, a fun one. Uh, yeah, you know, he's texting Bobo the retard and getting blocked. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's texting Bobo the retard, what are you doing? And then it just says red 645. <laughs> Bobo goes, shut up, hack. <laughs> he actually, he defends Nia here. All right. So that's kind of funny. Just for me, I'm just picturing that Opie has no friends from the Opie and Anthony day. So he's relying on the whack packers and he still is getting nothing from them. All right. So this is great. They're, they're goofing on Opie's audio because it's terrible. His whole production is just God awful. Yeah, great audio. It's only your 40th year in radio. <laughs> He's recording this on a BlackBerry. Like his fans don't even have names. It's just called yeah, Facebook like user. <laughs> Good morning, buddy. His comments are saying like, hey, check out the new watch. It's all spam robots. He goes, oh, look, Tom from MySpace in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, Opie just puts up random chats on there. And it's nonsensical. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. He's still doing that after years. I've been telling him not to. He doesn't listen to me. I've been giving him a lot of good advice. He does, he does not listen to. All right. So now uh, they're goofing on the chat conversation that's uh, that's happening in front of Opie. It's so great. It's just some guy saying, I wish Roy Rogers was still open. Yeah. People are that, guy's, that guy's trying to text his son right yeah. now. <laughs> this guy's in there like, do you guys know when Rayo's closes? <laughs> Just asking for directions. Yeah. These guys going age, sex, location. Any 14-year-olds. Any 14. I'm in Canada. Where you at? The cartel starts using Opie's show to, like, send messages. It's the safest way to send correspondence. You should just see, like, a guy called Pedro. Like, he's like, okay, this that's where all the cocaine is buried. No, it's more encrypted than the dark web. This yeah. is better than an onion link. Yeah. You can send anything over the, the, the chat on the live Opie there's, streams. Yeah, there's, there's little, there's babies being bought before they're born in the Opie live streams. <laughs> It's pretty well done. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. All right, so then uh, Ben starts doing an Opie impression that I enjoyed here. Any more of it? Mm-hmm. At one point in this video, he's like, "Look, and I could, I could be one of these guys that are supporting Trump, and I could have all these fans, but I'm not going to do that to you guys. I'm not one of the dishonest ones." 
not dishonest. God. Yeah. And I don't know when he started talking like this, by the way. He, after the show ended and like everybody went against him and he just kept doubling down on being a worthless, egotistical yeah. idiot. Uh, he started just always saying like Jim Norton, the ra- my radio show. Like, well, he's one of those. If you can't say anything funny, eventually you get so desperate, desperate yeah. working in that media that he's like, well, what if I go Jim Norton? Yeah, that's his. That's what he's his, his attempt at comedy and stuff. Yeah. His comedy's going like, hey, Tim Allen did the oi, oi, oi. like yeah. I'll I'll kind of do that. Yeah, and that'll be my thing. Oh, well, I man. wish Anthony was wasn't in the hospital for being racist, mm-hmm. so he could clap back at Opie right now. Yeah, on the Anthony, show. Anthony drove past the Popeyes and his heart nearly exploded. <laughs> <laughs> So these guys get it. They know what's going on. <laughs> Having a lot of fun. So now they're talking about that smoking section video oh, that we yeah. broke down on this show. I love it. People are discovering this video going, what the fuck? <laughs> this was the one that John was goofing on us saying, how could you make fun of Opie? He's done so much. Like, John, watch this video. It's fucking retarded. So bad. So these guys have some fun with it as well. It's horrible, but the worst is when he's like he's clipping a bit that he you can really tell he's like crushed and he's yeah he like sent this clip to his producer to like do all the edits and the you know yeah. the special effects and stuff and it's him. The one I clicked on when I was snooping his page was like him going like you remember it literally starts him going you remember smoking sections in restaurants. <sighs> God. Jesus Christ. Uh, and he goes, yeah, it was like that. Like, like there's an invisible wall that stops your smoke from getting on my tuna tartare. Jesus. Yeah. It's 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 That's tough. It's so tough. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly summed up right there. It's tough. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. I, I get it. All right. So this is just a funny observation because they're watching him. You know, he's in he's in front of his window in whatever this building is in Manhattan. And so they're speculating. People are like looking in at him doing this podcast and getting concerned for him. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, somebody every day, like somebody in Manhattan, like calls the NYPD because they see him through the window. And it's it's more grisly than witnessing like a murder. (laughs) They just go there. I think there's a pathetic retard. Live streaming to nobody from yeah. his high rise. It's rear window, but Jimmy Stewart's just like there's a there's a sad loser <laughs> trying to hold on to a career he didn't even have. <laughs> Holy that's shit, hilarious. that's great! I love that observation. <laughs> Do we know who that is on the on our left there? That I don't. Uh, I should I should find that out. He's ben, killing it. I yeah. know he's very yeah. funny. Amazingly good. Ben Avery's in the middle. One of the other guys, his last name is Avery. I assume that's his brother. So I have to do some research on these guys. I mean, they're all funny. But Seems like a fun show. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I got one more uh, clip on here. And uh, this is funny because they're talking about how Opie responds to any interaction he gets from viewers and fans. It's so pathetic. To nobody. Yeah. No one is in there. No, he's interviewing a volleyball. He gets one like. <laughs> if he gets a like, he like thanks the follower. Yeah. He goes, thanks for the like. Dude, I saw it. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for supporting the channel. <laughs> Dude, it's like when a kid, when a parent like lets their kid upload a YouTube channel at like seven. Yeah. And they're like, shout out to my 10 subscribers. But he's 55 and. Oh, he's on Roblox. Yeah. 
Oh, those kids that have a podcast? Yeah. You know the fat one and the skinny one? They're like 12. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? And they're like, he, they're, Opie's going to go on their show yeah. to promote it. Right. And they're like, and they turn to each other. They're like, man, this guy's really blowing this. <laughs> so I love watching people who have discovered what we've discovered. And it, it takes me back to a day like, I can't laugh at Opie the way they're laughing at Opie because we've been through so much of a journey. Like, I'm over it. The fact that he, this is what he's doing now. And it's so embarrassing. I mean, we, we get it now, but I love watching it through other people's eyes where they go, holy shit, look at this guy. This is <laughs> Bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. How the fuck did this happen? Um, guys, I have a, uh, a special treat for us today. What? This is exciting. I wasn't expecting this to happen, but I always appreciate when it does. Tukey is here. Hey! Whoa! Hello, everybody. Here comes a grease ball. <laughs> I knew I kissed my favorite person of color for a reason today. That's right. You certainly That's did. fantastic. Now, Tukey, I'm glad you're here because I want to talk a little bit about Stuttering Jen. Now, mm-hmm. let me explain. I did an entire episode, a bonus episode on Monday, breaking down John's beer on the balcony episode. We talk about John a lot. I'm not going to go on and on today with the whole extended thing. I have a thing going on with John right now where he threatened, he said he has uh, nude pics of my wife and then threatened revenge porn to put those out. Tukey has a thing because there's a strike on Tukey's channel that came in from John. We're asking John to remove the strike. So we both have some things going on with John, but I want to keep this fun, Tukey. We want to, you know, the the whole point of the show, it's a roast. We're watching John and we're, we're goofing on him. Mm-hmm. Comedy. Comedy. Have we forgotten? Have you forgotten laughter? <laughs> Not no. you. This All is right. what it's like when people stop being nice and start getting real. <laughs> Tukey's showing his age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Now, I will play him making the uh, threat, the revenge porn threat. We'll get into that. We'll talk about it a little bit. But let's have some fun first. And the way we're going to start this off is actually, since we were just talking about the Opster, John addresses Opie. Apparently, Opie posted a video on uh, Twitter this week, and John was not happy about it. But he's not going to do the whole entire show about me. Shit, wait, he's got nothing else. Lady K's got nothing else. They don't even talk about Opie anymore. Because nobody gives a fuck about Opie. Glug Sorry, glug. Opster. But if you're going to start promoting fucking Artie Lang, fucking trashing me, well, then I don't give a fuck about you. And you don't come on my show when I ask. Fuck off, Opie. I don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. Go ahead, add your list. Go ahead, put your name on the list of my enemies because I don't like you. (laughs) Put your name (laughs) on the list of my enemies. (laughs) And write it a hundred (laughs) times. What an idiot. I'm just glad we finally got a stutter for once. Yeah, I know. He actually stuttered for a second there. But only because he doesn't know what he's going to say. It's more like a stammer. Yeah. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) Stuttery. Stupidity. Yeah. So I just thought that was the funniest line ever. Put your name on the list of my enemies. (laughs) And it started off with, he put out this tweet, and he doesn't even come on my show. Yeah. So he goes on. He's not happy with Opie. And he has a, he thinks he knows why Opie posted this video. He's got it all figured out. You know, 
you can't beat this, John likes to say. He's a Mensa guy. He gets it. He knows what he's doing. And then today, hey, here's a clip. Barty Lang fucking takes a hilarious shot at Sutter and Junk. Really, Upster? Have I not been in your corner this whole time? Have I not been one of your biggest supporters this whole time? And you decide to take a shot at me? Why? Oh, you want to get in on the dabble verse? Oh, you see, there's money to be made. You already own a house in the fucking Hamptons on the beach. What more do you want? A nice place on the west side of Manhattan. You've made it. But now you attack me too? John thinks that Opie, because of this tweet he put out, is trying to enter to the devil verse for all the riches that it <laughs> <Yeah>. brings you. <laughs> I know. Meanwhile, there's a 99 cent <laughs> yeah, thing sitting on the screen. Opie's watching this and being like, holy shit, I can make yeah. that kind of money? All yeah. right. <laughs> 25 pesos. I'm in. Fuck these Facebook stars. Jesus. So let me show you the tweet that he's responding to. Opie just wrote, uh, Howard Stern, best ever, says Artie Lang, but also takes hilarious shot at Stuttering John. So John just saw this and went, oh, Opie's turned on me. He's one of them. Oh, let me point out too. So this is from yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. I grabbed this just now before the show. It's got eight likes. <laughs> Opie, Opie puts out <laughs> tweets with already lag and video links, and he's tagging Stuttering John and gets eight likes. And one of them's doggy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is he doing? Farting in the mosh pit of the internet. <laughs> yes. All right. So <laughs> let's watch this video. This is what he's talking about. And what... Artie's talking about the fact that Howard went to that game show, uh, America's Got Talent. All right. So he's, he's talking about that. <laughs> it was a, when, when Howard was on America's Got Talent as a judge, sitting next to Heidi fucking dickhead Nazi Klum, yeah. uh, she's judging comedians. A, a, a stuttering comic. Howard told a stuttering comedian that he was an unfunny stuttering comedian, yeah. that he was inspirational. He almost, Stuttering John was almost suicidal after the show. <laughs> he couldn't open his mouth without <laughs> He almost hung himself three times. <laughs> I guess. Inspirational. What the fuck happened? How was he pulling this off? <laughs> so, did it sound like Artie was trashing Stuttering John just now? Is that what you would have gotten from that clip? He was talking I mean, about I, how there was the stuttering comedian that Howard was praising. He was recounting Howard trashing stuttering John. Right. So then Opie responds to th- this whole thing. And it's funny because we just reviewed how Opie was very thin-skinned with Louis J. Gomez. Oh, yeah. And just a little tweet out of nowhere. And Opie fucking flew off the handle and yeah. overreacted like a motherfucker. So now it's Opie's turn to explain to John that he's overreacting. <laughs> hey, how hey, stuttering John. Is it your goal to have a problem with everybody? You probably should have clicked on the video. How did you get already trashing you out of this clip? He was actually doing the opposite and supporting you against Howard. Delusional. Wow. Opie breaking it down, being the voice of reason. But this is the thing with all these retards. They just see their name in a tweet. They go, no, this guy's trashing me. That guy's trashing me. Instead of just being happy that anybody is... Remembers that you're on anyone's radar at all. Yeah, the fact that Opie tagged him meant he wanted him to see that. He wasn't trying to start a feud with Stuttering John, but John is way too stupid. John is he thinks per- everyone's out to get him. Permanently wound up. Yeah. He's just ready to go. Yeah, Tuki, did you watch his show from yesterday? Oh, yes. Yes, I did, Carl. He was more wound up than usual, but 
mm-hmm. performative. You could tell he's he's putting it on now. He thinks yes. this is what makes him entertaining. He thinks that this is what makes him charismatic. It's why we're all well, tuning in. Was yesterday the show with Vince? No. So yesterday he did well, another show where he's very uh-oh. upset with everybody. The sh- the day before that was the show with Vince. And I didn't really pull a lot of clips from that because I feel like, and even though it's two days ago, <laughs> a lot of people have already talked about that. And a lot of the clips <laughs> have already gotten out there. But what was your takeaway from that show, Tukey? Oh, no. Well, I mean, he was very sure of himself during that show because he likes having Vince around. These guys, as we have always said, as long as they have a friend around, they feel very confident. They like to have a friend in their corner. Especially a guy like John. John's a narcissist, and he needs to have whoever's on with him agreeing with him or he kicks them off. And Mm -hmm. so Vince, the attorney, understands that. And so while he's on there... He's mostly just agreeing with John the whole time and going along with it. Cause that's how you're going to get the most out of stuttering John. Mm-hmm. And it, it, uh, there's just so much going on that I really did not remember if yesterday was the Vince episode, but you're right. <laughs> there know. was another episode. <laughs> there was another episode in this episode. He's all fired up to the point where he thinks he's going to have a heart attack. He's worried about his own health. I don't know how long he is for this world, the way he's acting, but don't worry. He's got some medicine there. That he takes. <laughs> all right. Now, there's a lot of things I have to calm down. I almost had a fucking heart attack. I swear to God. That's how angry I am. I drank a double shot or a triple shot of that Starbucks fucking white chocolate drink. So it sounds like it's caffeine and not anger. He's already off the slim fast. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) He's like Jesse Spano. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. (laughs) Showing his age again, I have to say, this Tukey character. Shut up. thought he was only only a year old. (laughs) Shut up. My heart is racing. Hold on. Have a Red Bull. Oh, there's my amblotopine. This is my blood pressure. Hold on. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. Drink. Sli- slipped out. <laughs> hey, let's drink this. Let's watch that down with oh, a yeah. beer. Have a fucking yeah. heart attack right here. It's not like alcohol affects your blood pressure. Don't anyway. see. All right. <laughs> all better now. Yep. We just take this pill with my Ding. beer and all better. Very good. Where was I? Joey seems an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love the way he segues from that, too. It's fantastic. So this is John says he's, he keeps threatening. He's going to leave the internet. In fact, he was even saying on the show, mm-hmm. he's been auditioning. He talked to his manager and audition went really well. He might have something going on. He might leave the internet and mm-hmm. leave us all high and dry. Cause God Ooh. knows if John leaves tomorrow, the Tukey puppet is getting burnt on the mm-hmm. streets. Uh, Cardiff <laughs> retires the potato. Yeah, the streets. We're making we're making French fries out of Cardiff. It's all over. All but some people are saying that there's a lot of content that John's been putting out that we could always go back and review. John explains well, you can't because it's old content. It's behind my paywall. <laughs> well, no, it's, he's just saying it's old in this clip. But then he remembers, and this is something I don't play a lot of clips on on this show. But a lot of his show these days is him watching himself on the Howard Stern show. Mm. So he kind of fucks up what he's doing. DJQ, you go away. Everyone will share plenty of content. Years and years of content. Good. 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 Because old content gets old. You know? Unless it's, of course, you know. You know, you know, something like the Howard Stern show and something with me, you know, 
Oh, you know. now, so yeah, then it becomes, yeah, yeah, then it's fucking genius. You know what? I do know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? You know? So I love that he caught himself realizing that what he's saying right now kind of fucks up his own show format. So there is some content that never gets old, and that is busting on Baba Booey's teeth. Oh, God. Will be funny for decades to come. Everyone will be laughing about that, especially Vince the Lawyer's kids. They can't get enough of busting on Baba Booey's teeth. They think it's the funniest thing in the world. (laughs) All right. So let's get into, uh, apparently, Cardiff sent an email threatening John, and uh, John's threatening Cardiff. These two, I mean, I I sent a link to Cardiff, too, if he shows up. We'll get him to join the show and put in his two cents, but... uh, John and Cardiff right now are really going at it. There's a lot of problems going on. Oh, that reminds me. Hey, uh, Potato, if you keep threatening people on YouTube, I had a whole chat with YouTube today. I said, <laughs> this guy is posting all my YouTube members and threatening them. I said, what should I do? They said, if it continues, keep on Keeping track. Keep on keeping on. <laughs> it's literally a blow off. I doubt he talked to anyone at YouTube, but if yeah. he did, they're just like, okay, Mr. Melendez. Yep, now I hear you. Uh, well, keep checking in on it and let us know if it keeps going. Yeah, we got Karen on line three again. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I Stay the course. It was just the little stupid support chat with somebody from overseas. Yeah, it's probably a bot. Yeah. It's just going. <laughs> And then send us the links to each one, and then we're going to figure out what we're going to do. So fuck you, Cardiff. You don't start threatening. It's against the TOS. You don't start threatening my fucking members. You got it? Capiche? Ah, I knew it was coming. Understand? Dumb fuck. Everything about except that last part. Catpiche. (laughs) I know where you work. So he's no, you don't. upset with Carter for threats, and then he starts singing a song about I know where you work. That seems like a threat, right? No, that's not a threat. He's just saying that in a malicious kind of cryptic way. Yeah, he says, "I know where you live. I know where you live." Hey, Tuki, I know your name. I know where you live. Mm-hmm. I'm not doxing anyone. I'm not doing anything wrong. No, I'm just threat. threatening people nonstop. What's the problem? such a cunt he really is just the worst now also that thing he does i don't know why he's i know where you work is a song i'm not i've never heard that song before but he's doing <laughs> I that thing. i know where you work <laughs> i'm gonna dox you every day <laughs> but he's doing that thing with his fingers like someone who's never played guitar would do yes. they're pretending to play guitar he's just moving his fingers back and forth playing one of those indian guitars all right yeah so you just heard that he claims that Cardiff is threatening his members at the same time. John is obviously threatening Cardiff and uh, Cardiff is here. Cardiff, welcome to the show, buddy. Oh, hello. 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 Thank you. Hi. All right. You came at the exact I just put in the right private time. chat my response to John, if you want. Oh, I have that. Because I, I show the threat that he claims yep. I threatened. I, I, that's my next video I was about okay. to play. <laughs> okay, so this works good. out perfectly because Cardiff posted this today. And John is claiming that Cardiff emailed him threatening John. 
And the email is about mm-hmm. removing the strike on Tukey's channel. We, we all want John. Well, to I didn't re- say that much. Well, right. <laughs> I didn't even say that no much shit. in my email. <laughs> no shit. I don't even care about that. <laughs> but no, this is great because we're going to watch John lie in real time. And Cardiff does a brilliant job of breaking this down in this video that he made. This is the problem with you guys. Cardiff Electric emailed me threatening me today. Do you understand that? Threatening me. Okay. So Cardiff Electric threatened John. We all understand that? Mm-hmm. With a good time? Mm-hmm. Hold on. Okay. I'll show you it. Yeah, please do. If you don't believe me. I don't believe you. Show it. He threatened me. <laughs> well, he's not showing it. So then I do this. So then I. So there's <laughs> so, the action. So now Cardiff shows what the actual email exchange was with John that he's talking about. The subject line is remove the strikes and there is no body. That's it. That's all I sent him. That's all you sent. It was just an email that <laughs> yep. says remove the strikes. And what does John send back to you? A new one is coming for your show. My family is off limits, dickhead. So it sounds to me like the only threats that are happening here are the way it went from John to Cardiff. But okay, let's see. How... I even had the decency to block out his email on my video. I know. I know. Let's see how it's <laughs> Now... Newton's third law of motion for every action yeah. <laughs> comes an equal yeah. and negative reaction. That's not negative. It's opposite. <laughs> yeah. It's opposite reaction. You're a fucking science teacher, John. And that's like, for every action, there's a negativity of the devil first. Oh, that's Newton's seventh law. <laughs> the opposite of positive is negative. So incorrect again, hamburger. Yeah, gotcha again. <laughs> so... If he's gonna Uh-oh. start with me and threaten me, then I'm gonna then come back. You see how that works? Newton's third law of motion. Try again. Look it up, and I know I have to. You know, you know, like it's not exactly you know all the right words, but it means if if you come at you hit this, <laughs> this thing has an equal. Oh, oh. Science teacher. Jesus Christ. Unbelievable. Yada, yada, yada. I know what I meant. <laughs> right. It's unbelievable. Remove the strike on Bedabbler, douchebag. Yes. Remove the strike, douchebag. You're not going to win anyway. I like how it's just R. <laughs> I know what the R stands for. All right. So fast forward a little bit into this episode. John's talking about how the reason why he's very fired up in this episode. He's talking about the reason why you might have heard this before. Why everyone's jealous of him is because he's a celebrity. He's a big deal celebrity. And mm-hmm. so my buddy Penis Wrinkle mentions oh. to him that, well, just because you were a celebrity doesn't mean you are a celebrity. These things come and go. And you're no longer a celebrity. And the fact that you think you are is laughable. So John has a response for that as he explains that this happens to uh, to other people, too, where they stop becoming celebrities. Have you seen Meg Ryan lately in anything? She was the fucking America's princess. When Harry met Sally, you've got mail. You name it. <laughs> She's in it. So And the others. <laughs> so I just want to point out, John, you were never a hot chick. The reason why Meg Ryan is no longer a celebrity is because she's not 24. Yeah. Okay? You were supposedly a comic, and comics... 
can be comics for their entire careers. There's lots of older people who still have a career in comedy. So the Meg Ryan example is a terrible example, and it proves how dumb you are. John's more of a Danny Masterson. Yes. Yeah. I see what you did there. And he's also saying that, yeah, celebrities will go away. So well, yeah. he's pr- proving their point. Correct. But okay. he's, he's saying there's ebbs and flows. Sure. You know, he's in a valley right now. Peak is coming, obviously. <laughs> he's literally in a valley. Back when I was a hot chick. <laughs> oh, but I've said too much. I've said too much. Did you get the part where he proves that he's a celebrity? Well, before I get to that, oh, okay, good. you guys might have heard his stomach at the beginning of that. Oh, mm-hmm. that was him? I, I enhanced it. I thought that was Cardiff. I enhanced it here. Because remember, remember, remember that John is chugging beer and prescription drugs. That's what he's doing during the show, so you can hear it. Blood pressure medication. Have you seen Meg Ryan lately in anything? He even makes his facial expression. Yeah. He even goes along with his stomach here. Have you seen Meg Ryan lately in anything? Dude, when I was watching this last night, I went, holy shit, was that him? I had to look around my house. I'm like, what, what made that noise? That was John? Holy shit. Uh, so what was the, the rest of the justification? Cardiff? Oh, you don't have it? I don't. Oh, where he said, I was even on a show. Celebrity I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. That proves I'm a celebrity. Oh, right. Yeah. No one's arguing with that part of it. You were on the Tonight <laughs> Show. We know that. Was he on The Biggest Loser? <laughs> and speaking of enhancing audio, even though that's my bit, thanks for stealing that hamburger. Sure. That's a slim, fast bottle. Yeah. <laughs> when John chucks the bottle across the room. Just into the wall of his <laughs> They pointed this out on Uncle Rico. That is an echoey room in there. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of but walls and ceilings to bounce off. I will be enhancing some audio this Sunday on Potato Soup, where I believe stuttering John Melendez is wearing dentures. Ooh. Hmm. Wow. Breaking All right. news. Wow. Mm-hmm. Breaking news. I'm on pins and needles. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Potato Soup now. Oh, I mean, it's probably true. It's just... <laughs> Don't get too worked up about it. (laughs) (laughs) So I just want to point out, John thinks when he makes these faces that he's getting over on us for some reason, he's being entertaining or smug or something. It's not a good look. Get close to your screen, please. I won't. We can see the dentures. Yeah, that's actually the clip. You listen closely. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a lot of weird noises. Yeah. The fuck? This is disturbing. Yeah. Now, the reason why I have to play that is because I have to make a thumbnail later, and I've just <laughs> scrubbed oh. <in> this part. <laughs> You've got thumbnails to last quite a while Yes, there. yeah, that'll be a thumbnail for a while for us. What a fucking loser this guy is. It's really yeah, unbelievable. Even that last face, he's just like, dirt. <laughs> yeah. He, that is, he makes the sounds and the faces of a mentally handicapped person. And I don't say that lightly. Mm-hmm. I like to park in handicap. Never mind. <laughs> so after all of this, he starts talking about movies. And this is a guy who is an <laughs> NYU film student. NYU film student. And this is his hot take on Citizen Kane. Oh, Look, I know Citizen Kane is supposed to be the PS theories and resistance or whatever, but... Uh... <laughs> What? Hey, I was uh, Citizen Kane. I don't know. Not a fan. Not a fan. You know, I sat through the whole fucking thing. I was like, "All right, come on, man. Come on. 
This is overrated. It's overrated. Citizen Kane is fucking overrated. Overrated. Well, that's a pretty hot take. Huh? <laughs> hot take. He even missed a glaring opportunity to tag one of his own jokes. What's that? Because every time I hear Rosebud, I think about my hemorrhoids. Oh, yeah. See? He's got to get the potato right in form over yeah. there. I, he had me right in form, yeah. fucking idiot. <laughs> he fucked it up. John at the hotel is Citizen Stain. Oh, oh I just think that's heck, heck. just the heck, worst heck, take heck. possible. A guy who went to film school, claims to know so much about movies, was doing the whole Hollywood show for a while. He's like, Citizen Kane, not great. What? <laughs> Yeah, based on what? Can you follow that up with anything? He was bored. He didn't get it. I'm sure he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He doesn't understand it. That's, based, that's what it comes based down Based on uh, 40 years of tactic, technological advancements, <laughs> that's what it's based on. Yeah, he has no idea. Yeah. There were no laser beams. Yeah, well, there was, a, there was an assignment in school, so he didn't like it. <laughs> Doctor Strange wasn't even in it. Okay. Did you see the part, though, where he said... You cannot go to school to learn to be Steven Spielberg. Yes, I did see that part. Why did he go to NYU? <laughs> because, yeah, you're, you're bored with these abilities. You can't t- teach someone how to be Steven Spielberg. And he went to NYU. Yeah. I know point, because I tried. That's what he yeah, said. Right. <laughs> yeah. I took Spielberg 101 and I'm still a Spielberg zero. <laughs> so it did not work. You proved it, John. You cannot go to school to learn how to do that stuff. I love when John blanks on whatever word he's trying to use because he's really dumb. He doesn't know how to substitute in another word or change the sentence structure or something to make it seem like he's not adult. (laughs) And then we would walk, sometimes run, because sometimes things were... um... This is ridiculous, too. This is at the tail end of him explaining what his daily routine was at The Tonight Show. Talking about... It's it's one of these people who rarely has had a real job in their lives. And then when they do, they're like, and I had to get up at eight and then I had to be there at 10. Mm-hmm. And then we mm-hmm. had a meeting. And then after the meeting, we would go to lunch, but then we had to be back by 1245 because then Jay mm-hmm. would come in and then we would pitch. The, it's like, whatever, <laughs> you had a job. We all have fucking jobs, John. It's not that impressive. He's that girl from TikTok you had the, yes. a couple weeks ago. Right. And then we had to do stuff at home. They yeah. gave us homework. You would think he was the head writer with all the work he was talking about and then we would walk sometimes run because sometimes things were um can't remember the word but they were uh, you know when they take a while to go through the process so we could have them on our you know have them um on our uh blanket now <laughs> but on our screen so we can just click on them one two three four five oh and i know what happened there carl what happened there so maybe it was a faulty google chrome <laughs> yes i'm glad you grabbed that drop that is one of the dumbest things he's ever said out of a lot of dumb things a faulty google chrome i got the photoshop <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> all right before before we talk about uh, revenge porn. This is just a hilarious clip. John gets a phone call from a friend. The reason why he gets the call is because John had called him five days previous. And this guy's finally calling him back. And he's so proud of it. He's, he wants to rub it in my face that a friend called him on the phone. This is why I don't know that I need to have any commentary on this. This might be the most pathetic thing I've ever seen in my life. This is really non-transformative. Hey, Bruce, I called you. I know, I just fucking saw 
you called me like five days ago. Yeah, I'm coming out there in December. I want to hang with you. By the way, I'm doing my show so everyone can hear you. I hope you don't mind. Not at all, brother. Do you notice the way he talks on the phone? He has to yell. Yeah. He thinks that the person's in the other room. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, the, the microphone is right there in your phone. That's the thing you're talking into. You don't have to yell. He Just wants talk. us to know that much harder that he has a friend. Oh, no, he's very excited about this. Hey, this is my drummer, everybody. Bruce, how many years have we been friends now? Well, John, no one's ever asked me that before because that's pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. 43, 44 years. 43, 44. And <laughs> you've been my drummer in almost every fucking band I ever had since high school. The, the new Rush album, 43, 44. <laughs> correct? That is correct, my friend. And you played on all your friends. Albums, what correct? number am I? That is correct. Could you imagine having a conversation like this? Like, by the way, I'm on the air, and I'm pretty cool, right? Yeah. And you think I'm pretty cool? It's like it's 58, 58 years old. And, yes. And Bruce keeps saying, my friend, my friend. I'll bet that John texted him, hey, you're going to be on the air. Make yeah. sure you say that a lot. Right. And, and, and we're still friends. Our families are friends. Oh. I hang out at your house all the time with your lovely wife, Lynn. Isn't that correct? That's correct. Well, good. Bruce. I'll be out there soon, so let's all get together. You got it, bro? Yeah, no problem, buddy. Tonight is my last night of work. I'm fucking retired as of Monday morning. Good! Let's smoke some weed! Wow, look at those big, intimidating arms. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Hope I don't run into this guy in Cape Coral. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine being this guy's neighbor. Just on the other side of the wall. All right, let's smoke some weed. Jeez, I thought he moved him to the retirement home. What is with these people? All right, I'll call you later, pal. All right, Johnny, be good. All right, I love you, buddy. You see, that's what happened. Oh, oh, Lady Kmart. John doesn't have any friends. That's my friend since fucking high school, you dumb fuck. Actually, since junior high. Oh, the snot wiping. (laughs) And And he's a fucking... New York's bravest. It's a fireman. <laughs> so what does that and he's had his last day. Now he can smoke weed. Skull. Well, he got oh, you, no. Carl. Drug right. testing. Yeah. Now That's take why I love <laughs> when you get these fucking Lady oh. K. Oh, John doesn't have any friends. John doesn't have any friends. And then right there, boom. One of my best friends calls. We've known each other for 40-something fucking years. See, ladies and gentlemen, make no mistake. Make no mistake. This is the group I'm talking about. We're all buddies. <laughs> okay. I don't know how long this goes on for. I can't take anymore. I'm so That's embarrassed cool. for him. Yeah. That's cool, man. You're a friend. It's pretty cool, you man. That's cool. You seem like a cool group. I go. He goes. I've known this guy since junior high. Yeah, like when all of us have tons of friends because we go to school together yeah, every day. We're forced to be there. <laughs> yeah, together. Every, everyone has a ton of friends from high school and junior high. It's he also impressive. didn't even know that his really good friend was retiring. Like yeah. you would think that that would be a conversation that they would have. They don't before. keep in communication. Yeah, they haven't talked forever. Basically, what's going on here is his friend probably lives in Florida, and John's going to Florida coming up soon. So we called him to give him a heads up. Hey, I want to come over and eat food. <laughs> that your wife makes for us yeah. because 
this is what John does. He invites himself to other people's houses because he does not cook or clean. And I, okay, I got to get into this real quick before we talk about <laughs> anything else, because I was checking out, might've been potato soup. I think it was actually. Season assist. I was watching it. I'm allowed to watch I'm it. I'm going to strike you, Carl. You guys, you had uh, a brilliant observation. John was talking about this vacuum cleaner he bought at Target. And he says he used it one time and it worked fine. And then it didn't work anymore after that. Mm-hmm. So he had to go return it. Then a little later on in the show, he lets it slip that he'd had the vacuum cleaner for months before he returned it. Mm-hmm. And then he re- they were able to exchange it for another vacuum cleaner. And he explains that that's still out in the car and he hasn't brought it in yet. He lives with two cats and hasn't vacuumed his house in months. And so when you watch him being all snotty and he's constantly dripping from his face and all this <laughs> yeah. shit gushing out of him, it's probably black mold and dander okay. and toxic all so- plasmosis. All sorts of shit. He's, he will not clean his place. It's got to be so disgusting in that place. But you're forgetting the most important part of the story. Yes, please. The manager was a black guy with vitiligo because that was obviously the most important part of the story because he had to. Why and he had a cool out. name. <laughs> Why he pointed that out? <laughs> Some people just can't tell an interesting story. Some people just have to be boring. I don't get it. I'll never. He had a cool it. name, Carl. I'll never. I wish it. I could say it. It was cool. <laughs> <laughs> just so retarded. He's so stupid. <laughs> so I thought that was a brilliant observation because we were all trying to figure out what's going on with his face and why it's leaking all the time. And I think he might just be in a really dirty, gross environment where he's ingesting a lot of things that you probably don't want in your body. It's probably cutting down years off his life based on what uh, the filth that he's living in makes sense to me. Okay. So John was on with uh, Vince and they were talking about the fact that uh, they've been exchanging. It's confusing to me. I forget who's giving who what it's been said both ways. The nudes of my wife are being exchanged between these gentlemen and John makes a, uh, a threat here that uh, I think is illegal. Pretty sure. Oh, I did get the naked pictures of Carl's wife you sent. Thank you. Those were good. I don't think you should release them, but I appreciate it. Oh, I might. I might I think because... you should. No, I might. Uh, because I, I'm telling I you. I explained this. to you. What? All right. I explained to you that you shouldn't, but I mean. Well, why? If he's going to fucking trash my kids, why shouldn't I release, you know, the pictures of his wife naked? Why not? Okay. So I posted that video and I said, I don't know. I think threatening revenge porn is probably against the terms of service on YouTube. It's kind of shitty thing to say that you're going to do to somebody. I mean, doing it is definitely illegal. Threatening it is probably illegal. Why not? Because it's illegal. That's why. Probably not a great idea. And actually, even if he did have, whether they're real or not, if he thinks they're real, nude photos of my wife and then sends them to somebody else, that might be illegal. So... All of this is ridiculous, and I made it very clear that it's not cool. It's not a cool move. This is an asshole who says, why are we bringing family into this? And then brings my family in in a way that is very off-putting, very fucking weird. And now he's claiming that it was a joke, that it was satire. He's claiming that this was satire. But before he saw that what he did was illegal, because I posted that on Twitter, before he saw that, the next day he gets on and talks about these nude photos of my wife that he's enjoying. 
Sully's wife's crystals. The truth about Carl's wife's news. Did you beat off? Ooh, that's one for the ages, isn't it? Thank you, Vince. So now we're saying Vince sent him the photo. <laughs> See these guys. Such a creep. <laughs> they were doing damage control uh, on Vince's show today. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, let's watch the rest of this and tell me about that. Ugh. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Slamming beer cans and slapping lips. Oh, sorry. I was just thinking about him. Him? (laughs) What a great show. Look at he's still gloating. Jan! Why are you beating up to my wife? (laughs) This is monologue from his acting auditions. Well, this is the guy who gets was that so his wife's was that his wife's new husband that said that. <laughs> this is Whoa. a guy who gets so upset about bringing family into things and and put a copyright strike on Tukey's channel for just playing video of his kids, not even making fun of his kids, um, but just playing the video of it. And now he's talking about my wife and beating off to my wife and possibly posting these photos. So it feels to me like if you can do that and then say it's satire and that you were joking, I should be able to talk about his adult transformer children, right? I feel like we should have a whole Autobot episode on here because I'm really into the Transformers. I don't know if you guys know that. Yeah. I, oh, my God. I could talk about Optimus Prime all fucking day. I love the Autobots. John created one. I don't know if he funded it. Probably not because he's poor. But I can't wait to talk about the uh, the Autobots. And he gave the maximum he could on GoFundMe. If you remember. Yes. So what was the damage control they were doing today? Uh, Vince, Vince set it up and I, I don't think he got it right away. Cause it took him a couple minutes to figure out what Vince was trying to do. He was like, uh, you know, John, I really love working with professional comedians like you that when I set you up with that joke about the nude oh, no. pictures, you went right to it. And you, of course, as a professional comedian to make the joke work, you said, yes, thank you. You know, if I wasn't working with a professional, you would have said what pictures? But you, as a professional comedian, the joke we had going, you were great. So, in other words, precisely what Clay Dabbler was doing today on Twitter, trying to say, like, oh, obviously it was a joke, and they were doing improv, and that was a whole improv bit they were doing. Yes, and you're telling yes. me that even as Vince was setting him up for this, he still wasn't getting it? Yeah, it took him a second. Of course. It always takes him a second. That is the beauty of, uh, of our buddy John. All right. That's enough stunt Joe talk. But for, for the record, let's not forget, Vince the lawyer was the first one to play those videos. Oh, that's a brilliant point. And Vince doesn't have any problem just lying to John's face. And John's so stupid that if Vince is saying nice things about him, he'll let anything go. So the thing that John's all upset about, and it's up on Rumble, you can find it on Tukey's channel on Rumble, is the speeches that were given at Susanna's and Aaron's wedding that seem to be pretty damning to John as a father and husband and family member. Just the things they were saying about... And human. Yeah. And human being. Earthling, yeah. <laughs> right. No offense, Tukey. Just the things they were saying about finally having a safe space and the mom finally being able to be who she is and live her life and all this crazy stuff. Really uh, great kids. 
really great family. Yeah. Even though they went through so many traumatic things, it was inspiring, I dare say, to see these speeches given by these fine adults. Yes, I would agree. So what we need John to do is be an adult himself and remove the strike that he has on Tukey's channel. <laughs> That's what we're asking for. Yes. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Strikes, dumb fuck. Sorry, I thought you were going to play something. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all I got. I'm trying to move on. Trying to move on to the next segment. And that next segment is Topoka Dabbler. Just when you thought we were going to stop talking about Stuttering John, we have uh, everyone's favorite new game show. So hopefully, Tuki doesn't I, know. I don't know. This this game feels like I've been doing it forever. <laughs> yeah, it does, but we're only on episode two. <laughs> It's time for everyone's face. That was the other thing, too. So you got this logo for the wrong hand. John goes, that's not even the hand that has the crooked knuckle on it. Jeez. Stupid Vinny. He he goes like this. He goes, at least get the details right. I started laughing. You idiot. At least get the details right. Yeah, and then he'd give us full credit for it, right? What a moron. All right. Let's do this. It's time for everyone's favorite new game show. To poke a dabbler. Are you ready to poke a dabbler? Andy? You go out there and lie. We're wearing the same shirt. I know you're not going to (laughs) fucking release a retraction because you're a coward. Why do I know you're a coward? Because you dress like a fucking potato. All right? So, yeah, I don't expect you to issue a retraction, but now you're trying to start to adversely affect my income. How so? Well, you're starting to tweet out all my YouTube members and shit. Now, according to this guy. Why do they podcast WDTP? Sorry, Carl. I know you hate seeing this. It's so hurtful. Act of violence. So now, Cardiff, you're going to try and fucking do what Donald Trump does, like try and get fear in the people that support me? I'm the Is Trump that what of you the tried? Is that what you're trying, you little potato? Is that what you're trying, Patrick? And I don't know if that's your name. That's what they said in the chat. I didn't dox you. Somebody else did. But I don't give a fuck. But Cardiff, Patrick... Lewinsky, I don't care. <laughs> My name is John Melendez, stuttering John Melendez. Born October 4th, 1965. Uh, birthplace, Mineola, Long Island. What? It's your mother's maiden name. I- yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. your mother's maiden name and your credit score, please. Died 18 hours from now. <laughs> 620. <laughs> I don't fucking care. They put my addresses here all the time. Oh, you did. I don't fucking care. <laughs> Grow up here, Cardiff. Grow up here. But don't start attacking people that support me. Okay, because you assume that I dox you. That's called. What did John say next? Here are your choices. Number one, false allegations. B, unfounded. Next, assume. Four, defamation. Lastly, projection. Lastly, two. Bread. <laughs> bread. Okay. It's called bread? What? <laughs> All right. This is a tough one. 
You assume that I doxed you. That's called. I'm going to say lastly projection is going to be. Not lastly two. Not lastly two. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have lastly projection. Andy, what do you think? Hmm. I, it seems like the obvious one to me is defamation. I'll okay. go with that. All right. Uh, Lucy Tightbox. I was also going to go with defamation for. Okay. Two fours. <laughs> Tukey Tightbox. Uh, uh, I got to go with assume next. Okay. Assume, assume would be the funniest one. <laughs> Not bread? Bread <laughs> <laughs> would be pretty ridiculous, that's for sure. I went with defamation for... You get, oh, a lot of people saying defamation. All right. They put my addresses here all the time. I don't fucking care. Grow a pair, Cardiff. But don't start attacking people that support me, okay? Because you assume that I dox you. That's called... Assume. <laughs> the more you assume, the more you Damn it. Damn it. Awesome. That's hilarious. What a That's what I wanted it to be. That's great. That's what I wanted it to be, too. I didn't think it was that dumb. One Although, day it will be bread, though. Yeah, bread Just remember. Good. Thank you. The more you make an ass out of you and me. You know that one? Yeah, you do. So, Patrick... Like I tweeted out, I know who you are. I'm not even saying that that's your real name. I never said I was going to dox you. I just said, I know who you are. Stop poking me. That's all. That's not a threat to dox you. It means stop doxing me. Stop harassing my people. Now, I know that Moonhead knows who you are. Dutch Puerto Ricans? You want me to, you know, there's so many, I have so many legal things I could do right now against so many different people. (laughs) (laughs) Zero against zero. (laughs) Math teacher Melendez. (laughs) And I'm not sure if I'm going to proceed. That's all for this time. You're broke. Come back next time to find out if you can assume enough to poke a dabbler. Brought to you by Subreddit Surfing Live, Saturday, March the 9th, Comedy at the Carlson in Rochester, New York. Get your tickets now at carlsoncomedy.com. Sit, Eugene, sit. Good dog. All right, great game, Cardiff. You've done it again. You actually found something I didn't know the answer to. Which is not easy these days because uh, mm-hmm. John has been extra entertaining with his. I'm saving my archives. To smart. Poke a dabbler. Very smart. Uh, appreciate that. Thanks for putting that game together. As always, Lucy Typebox, thank you for coming over and presenting your shitty, what was it, uh, health and wellness yep, podcast. Right. Yep. So you brought in This is Stuart. That is correct. And do you find him as dreamy as the people on TikTok? No, I do not want to be a watermelon. Okay. No. Not your type? No. Okay. I like long-haired guys, and not even a little bit is he my type. Okay. He's like 15 years I'm growing it out. It's in an awkward stage right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Where can people find your show? Uh, So you can find me at Once Over with Kaylee, which is C-A-Y-L-E-Y, and tonight at 8 o'clock, so in just about 45 minutes. My review of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles will finally be coming out. Uh, I did that with Mike the Football Grump from Just Giants Podcast. 
And also this week I went over on Husey Entertainment and we talked about our five favorite Christmas movies. So All right. Is that out yet? It is, I think. All right. That's a good question. <laughs> Why don't we go find out? I want to see how Husey interacts with you. I'll be interesting to see. We did our five worst holiday movie or five worst Christmas movies also. Okay. Pretty good stuff. Do you want to spoil anything? What's the no. worst Christmas? Ah, just give us one. Uh, what's, a, what's a bad one? Worst? Yeah. Home Alone 6. Okay. Yeah. No one's fucking seen that. Home Sweet <laughs> Home Alone. Christ. Home Alone 6. You can't <laughs> just make up movies and say they're bad. <laughs> Tuki, does your little sister watch uh, Home Alone 6? No, I had no idea there was a Home Alone 6. Why do they keep leaving? Is it the same kid? No. Still Macaulay Culkin? No, but it's the same yeah, mom. He, yeah, he's it's a multiverse. <laughs> it's the Home Alone multiverse. It's, multiverse. it's a different kid. <laughs> I think it's okay for him to be Home Alone at this point. <laughs> the whole movie is him drinking cores and jacking off to Carl's wife. <laughs> That movie does suck. And it's on Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the other thing. Real quick. I know we're doing plugs trying to move on. But when John was doing his Thanksgiving show, I don't think I pointed this out. Maybe I did. But he was talking about how he's going to be getting together with his son later that day. And they're going to go get food or whatever. But he also said on that show that he was getting together with his buddies from the Pickwick Pub, even though the Pickwick Pub wasn't open that day. But they had found another place to go. <laughs> John is such a loser that he has to go out with his drinking buddies on Thanksgiving Day. And his buddies are such losers that they also don't have family yeah, to hang out with yeah. and are going to go hang out with them. Find the loser bar that's open for losers. Yeah, it's got to be a sad, pathetic place. I, oh, yeah. I used to do a lot of bartending on the yeah. holidays. I used to bartend Christmas and Thanksgiving. And oh, my God, it was depressing. I made a lot of money, but oh my God, it was depressing. Depressing for everyone but you. Yes. That's what you're saying. Yep. I had a great time. Well, who the, what bar is open on Thanksgiving? Mick, See, I don't know that. McLosers. <laughs> yeah. uh, chow, chow mains. That's Andy what... Q Public. Yeah. You're doing the All Apologies podcast, which you can see live on March 9th. Yeah, Comedy March 9th. Comedy at the Carlson. Subreddit Surfing Live. Uh, today we released Ta- Tana Mojo. We did a, a review of her apologizing for George Floyd being murdered, I think. It, it was, wasn't her fault? <laughs> yeah, she was, she was very sorry that it happened. Okay. And uh, we also had to cover Matt, the Matt Reif apology that everybody's covered. But It wasn't an apology, though, right? Matt did Reif he, thing? Did he end up apologizing for that? The tweet is an apology, yeah. Oh, because I thought he just said if anyone no, was the, offended, he put a link to special needs yeah, yeah, yeah. But he did something beyond that? No, no. That's, oh, good. that's okay. pretty much it. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to spoil it. It's been uh, covered to death. So. Sorry if I did. <laughs> no. No, I thought, I mean, I don't like Matt Wright, but I thought that was pretty funny to do yep, that. Yep, that was pretty much our thoughts on it, too. Okay, good. Tukey, what are you up to these days? Uh, Well, tonight we will be doing a uh, members-only live stream, kind of talking about what's been going on the last week since uh, B-Dabbler decided to play that video, which... It seems like a good idea at this point. It got a lot of heat. I got yeah. a lot more Twitter followers and subscribers and a lot of people talking about it. So it's fantastic. A lot more strikes. A lot more strikes. <laughs> yeah. I'm collecting everything. It's fantastic. Uh, but I do, speaking of apologies, I do have to uh, give a, an apology. I know you don't like this, Andy, the truck guy. Yeah. But I do have to give an apology to the mud shark, Chad Zumach. Because I went off on him in an Instagram message because I really thought that he was responsible for the second strike. Yeah, I am firmly, uh, I'm confirmed that it was not him. 
I believe him. And I just want to say, Chad, Tuki is sorry. I love you more than a friend. Now, I know when to be a bigger man. So you just believe that it wasn't him. You don't know for a fact who it actually was, right? No, I don't. But I, Chad came back today and he, he, he uh, explained where he's been. Where so has we'll he be been? talking about that on the members only stream tonight. Where has Chad uh, but been? No, I, uh, well, what happened was buy a membership, Carl. Yeah, that's a <laughs> well, team. No, yeah, what what <laughs> okay, tune in. So Chad has Chad claimed that earlier in the week on Thanksgiving he was swatted on Tuesday. That same day, his aunt and his cousin were also swatted. So I I saw the clip of him, you know, getting up again and then coming back. He's like, oh man, I gotta go. Oh geez, I, I gotta yeah. I gotta go. It looks so fake. Something it's he's so already done it. before. Yeah. yeah. He explained that. I'm not buying so it they were second. swatted. They were swatted on Tuesday. Okay. He said some other day during the week, someone banged on his window, his bedroom window, a few times, and he just assumed it was some kids, so he didn't think anything about it. And then he says that Thanksgiving stream, someone banged on the door again, which I don't remember hearing a bang, but whatever. <laughs> he went out. No one was there, but there was a note. On his door that said, "You are going to die." Oh, Jesus Christ! You need detention so bad. Yeah. We're all going to die. Maybe, <laughs> well, maybe it's a diet. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Oh God, this is fucked. This is fucked. I got to die. Someone's telling me to die." So anyway, I hate this fucking show. Yeah, he called the cops. The cops came. They got the footage of the guy on a neighbor's ring camera. Mm-hmm. The cops are on this. Cops asked if he had any enemies. <laughs> Besides <laughs> how much, us. How much time you got? Yeah. <laughs> said he tried. Said he did mention a potato. <laughs> and uh, tried to explain the dabble verse best he could. But realized he was... <laughs> But apparently he did tell them there some guys and there is a potato. I know he said potato when he was said he was talking to the cops. But who knows? I wish I didn't yeah. know that this was a complete lie so that I could hope mm-hmm. that this footage would show right. up and we could watch that. Yes. If that was real, that would be funny, but it's obviously a lie. Blue can. He mentioned the potato. They made him blow in a bag. Like, Sir. He's yeah. like, wait, I called you. This was Thanksgiving, and he said, look for the 911 call. There is a 911. Because Chad said he doesn't know the local police station number, so he called 911 for a note left on his door. And that's when the cops came. So he said, there is a 911 call and you guys are all detectives and you'll find it. He's right. If it's out there, someone, I guess, will find it. I don't know. Any lonely loser can call 911 on Thanksgiving. <laughs> hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going over there? So he was, uh, he was told to kind of stay low, keep a low profile for a little bit. So he did MLC today. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but sense. Yeah. Well, you know that uh, Chad likes to follow the rules. If the police are like, well, don't do your yeah. podcast for a few days. He's like, you got it, officer. <laughs> no problem. Doesn't even make fucking sense. <laughs> yeah. Curtis, do you believe this story at all? Uh, I believe that he opened his door. Yeah, I think that's about <laughs> it. At some point on Thanksgiving, <laughs> yes. yes. That part is that part checks out. Yeah. Hoping somebody was out there to keep him company. It's so <laughs> annoying because if something bad happened to Chad, I would never believe it. Even if I saw footage of it, I'd be like, no, that's obviously doctored. There's nothing that he could say that I would ever believe. He just everything he says that happened in his life he, is made he's up. The boy who cried wolf. Yeah, it's it's fucking annoying that he's still doing this shit. It doesn't work anymore. Hopefully, I don't know. It doesn't work on me. But all right, cool. Uh Cardiff, what are you up to these days? Uh, 
potato soup on uh, Sunday night. I will be adding, I'm just letting you know, John started 45 or 25 minutes late today. Okay. But I've already added in the second screen, I have I've already added two names to my list. <laughs> oh, good. Found some new Paul numbers. Edwards, <laughs> I'm coming for you. You will be added to the shameful list. Stop threatening them. Shamed. You're threatening these people. I will be shaming you for being a member Shame. of Stuttering John. Unblock, unstrike Tuki. That's Shame. all I'm promoting. Add your name to the list of my enemies. Yeah, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. And subreddit surfing should be back Monday. Vinny is on the mend. Yes, I talked Get to well Vinny soon, today. My fat friend. Yes, I talked to Vinny today. He was doing uh, much better, but uh, sounds like things were not going well this past weekend for him. He's no. having a tough go at it, but he'll he'll be back. I was going to say better than ever, but that's not great. <laughs> so whatever, he'll be back. Is the point. All right. Well, when he told you. me he didn't eat for a whole day, I knew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, this sounds really wrong. <laughs> um, well, I want to thank, obviously, Andy, and I want to thank Lucy, producer Chris, eh, not so much, Tukey, Cardiff Electric. You guys are all awesome for showing up. And if you can hang around, hang around. We're going to do some uh, voicemails. Our review <gasps> girl was here, Tukey's girlfriend, Annie, but she oh, left, so I guess she must have Annie. had Maybe there's something in the private chat that she let me know. But please, join us again next time. It might be the episode we find out once for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everypony. Starting in the mush bits of morning radio. And now the show is over now. Mm, okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. All right. She did send us a little note. It turns out that uh, Annie's not feeling well. <gasps> so she had to go and lay down. And probably for the better, as I was talking about John's Transformer kids. All right. Let's check out what's going on with the voicemails. This one is for Paco. Hey, Carl. So I heard Paco was talking shit about me. And, you know, he might be right. I might be gay, a zoomer, and a furry. But unlike him, I'm a real Mexican. Something he will never be, no matter how hard he tries. That fucking chicano know what i'm saying fool know what i'm saying know what i'm saying he's gonna <laughs> fuck himself uh also carl stop being such a dick to lucy you know she's nice anyways love you bye <laughs> love you too real mexican listener take that paco shots fired right there i think that's our first paco impression i also think we should really listen to him very much oh stop it <laughs> i've already forgotten hey, what carl? he said yes Tuki. i have to run but i have a bit of breaking news oh yes please I am blocked by this person, but apparently someone has sent me a screenshot. Opie Radio Podcast just put out a tweet says, unblocking all Dabbleverse people tonight only. Let me know who needs to be unblocked. A big shout out to the Dabbleverse tonight. All welcome. You might want to watch this space. So maybe John was right when he said that Opie's joining the Dabbleverse because of all the money he can make. Opie went, yeah, you know what? That's a good idea. So when I was... like Opie to just latch <laughs> on to something that's currently popular. It's so strange. So I um, was looking up Opie's Twitter today to grab those screenshots I played earlier, and I was shocked to see that I was unblocked by Opie. Oh, so sure yeah, so, something's going on. All right, we'll check. We'll look for that. That Tuki, wow. thanks for that. heads up. Busy Wednesday. All right, thank you guys. And also, Tuki Soup will be back this Saturday morning Woo! to replace me dabbling live this week. Very good. That's oh. exciting. I love you all more than a friend. Yeah. all right tj from texas is our spanish listener and i guess there's been a lot of controversy over john spanish 
and how he's pronouncing words and the words he's using. Hey, Carl. Hey, Chris. This is Teacher from Texas, and I'm your only Spaniard listener. Dude, what's with all these fucking Mexican uh, listeners all of a sudden? What's what is this, fucking it? Home Depot or something? Oh, also, I was the guy that called in about the Tu Eres Mi Pera uh, shit John was saying. Yeah. I know some Mexicans uh, said that Pera is the same thing as Puta, but, I mean, it sounds much better. I, sh- I should know. I speak the authentic uh, Spanish, not the bootleg version like these people speak. Also, I offer a volunteer as your WATP co- correspondent in your near future if you, if you really want. It's either me or Paco because, you know, there aren't other really good Spanish, uh, Spanish-speaking uh, people over here in WATP, but, yeah. Anyways, uh, love you, Carl. Thank you, Chris. And and he's okay. Also, uh, really love. Um, who's who's this, uh, who's this, like this chick? Uh, uh, I don't forget, but she has good boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Perfect compliment. Kendi. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What's what's her name? <laughs> uh, I love it. Thank you very much for the call, Carl. I'm wondering if you've ever seen. Gary from San Diego in person, you know what he looks like. You don't have to confirm or deny if he looks like what I picture him as, because I don't want to ruin the illusion. But I imagine he just looks like Wilford Brimley and just sounds like Winnie the Pooh. Anyway, shout out to Paco. All right. Don't call me back. I go getting a shout out. Yeah. I have not seen Gary in San Diego. If anyone has seen him, it's Cardiff Electric. No, I've only talked to Judy. You've t- you've <laughs> talked to Judy on the phone. I have Gary's phone number. Well, I he never picks do up. too. He calls me all the fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> we all have Gary's phone number. <laughs> I have his first name. <laughs> I know where he lives. Let's <laughs> Facetime him right now, <laughs> guys. Every now and again, a celebrity calls in, and I always get excited. Because celebrities listen to WATP. This is a phenomenon. It's been going on for years, and it's continuing. Hey, this is Conor McGregor calling. I have something to say about this wannabe Irish fuck, Tom. I don't even know his fucking name. Well, if he wants to hang around with us Irish, I better see him burning some buses and really proving himself to us. You hear me? You hear me, Tom Myers? That's right. You might need to change your name, too, you fuck. Don't call me Carl. I would say too soon, but Conor McGregor would know better than I do, so that's fine. I didn't know he was talking about Tom Myers. I thought he was going after Husey. Yeah, so did <laughs> that I. Was where I was <laughs> yeah. too. Tom Myers is going for a Scottish thing, but thanks for the call, Connor. Hopefully we're boys. You know, Carl, I know that you... You're doing a real good job. I mean, you're like evolving your podcast. You got real ads. You got, you know, all sorts of jazz. You're famous. You got a lot going on. But these fucking Spotify ads are unbearable, man. I know that they're like, you know, based on my profile and what I search for. But it's like, hey, can you feel the excitement on campus? You're a fucking retarded little college kid. You just buy some gum. Oh my god, M and M's. It's exciting to be in class again. Oh, it's just so unbearable. It's patronizing. Can we get some like ads for men that are not in college anymore that are professionals? <laughs> All right, thank you, Carl. Don't play this one. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> funny because when I hear the dynamically inserted ads into the show, they're always geared towards men. So yeah. I feel like that's a you problem, yeah. as I think you pointed out during that call. I'm getting a lot of ads for M&M's. Yeah. <laughs> I have been looking to buy some gum. But... <laughs> yeah. I'm in the market. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saving. All right, guys, this is the perfect voicemail. Anyone out there, we've heard complaints. You never play my voicemails. How come I don't get on? You want to get on? This is how to do it. Carl, you fucking stink. To the point. <laughs> Quick. Yeah. I understand what he's saying. And there was a beginning. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We've accuracy. All learned, <laughs> we've all learned something. <laughs> accuracy is there. All right. Gary in San Diego has a thorough Thanksgiving report for us. Hey, Carl. Gary in San Diego. Well, leading up to Thanksgiving, John kept saying that he's going to spend Thanksgiving with Oscar. They're going to go out for a good dinner somewhere, then go to a movie. So I'm thinking, okay, great. After the day after Thanksgiving, I'm hoping he's giving a report. Well, after Thanksgiving, all he said was he was at some pub with uh, one of his correspondents. I forget the guy's name. Karen, maybe. And uh, he spent Thanksgiving at a pub with this friend of his. Yeah, that's he didn't right. mention a thing about Oscar. What about spending it with the family? Isn't that what Thanksgiving's for? Come on, John. Get with it. You lost your all your family. You lost them. You couldn't even go over for some dessert? Anyway, that's it. Carl, rock and roll <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that was a just touching you, one. Just you, Carol. Nobody else. <laughs> yeah, I think Thanksgiving is for family. It could have gone over for at least some pie. And I think that Gary's concerned about it. It's touching. Here well, I thought Gary didn't like John, but... It's also about football. He's human. Lest we forget. It used to be. It used to be. Fuck football. <laughs> Carl. Guys, have you noticed there's a lot of Gary impersonators? Yes. Calling into the show? Hey, Where's Larry from Whammy Ammo? <laughs> I was called about the blah, 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 who even is Cheryl Bob. I'm so fucking sick of Gary and Jerry and Barry and Larry and Harry and all their fucking cousins calling with the same stupid fucking bit. Cut that shit out. Thanks. You can right. You're probably not the only one. <laughs> Probably not a lot of that. Someone one. in the subreddit did a comment, a big long comment in the style of Gary, which I thought was oh, hilarious. That's funny. Yeah. Didn't say what it was, but you could tell it was him. Well, <laughs> probably won't make the news if it was long. Nope. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hi, Carl. I just wanted to let you know that my uh, two and a half year old son is a huge Isotopes fan. Uh, he likes Fireworks Factory, but uh, his favorite one is. Uh, uh, pick your brains. Uh, he dances a lot when he listens to that one. So, anyways, thought you would like to know. Don't call me back. Uh, so, what's your son's name? I'll sing him happy birthday. <laughs> this is coming in from your your favorite band, the Isotopes. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> I'm going to sing his favorite Isotopes song. Okay, yeah. Oh, boy. I can't believe I got this phone call. The refs from the Bills game in Philadelphia called into the show. Hey, this is uh, all the referees from that Bills-Eagles game. 
just calling to let you know that we're all just huge Stutter and Johns fans, and uh, you won't stop talking about his kids, so we just had to had to make you guys lose that game. I knew it. Well, you know, call me back, and uh, fucking Elliot, that guy, real MVP. Go Birds! Fuck you, Carl. <laughs> okay. That was not a well-officiated match, I can tell you that. That was rough. All right, there's a guy, uh, oh wait, we played that one. That was the guy in Belfast who sang us the song. We're past that. Yeah, I'm really upset with someone. It's uh, I'm not going to name names, but, you know, what's that burger restaurant? What's that hamburger restaurant called? Carl's Jr. Hamburgers, Carl's Jr. Hamburgers. Yeah, you know, not going to name names, though. Don't call me back. Oh, my God. People have been asking about Hell Sparks now, and John's going, I didn't say Hell Sparks. I was just talking about that movie, Shell Hell. He's so stupid. And Las Vegas. And yeah, right. He made it very obvious what he was talking about. I just like nerds who play Van Halen covers. I didn't say anything about Hell Sparks. You know that. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, my gosh. One of my favorite callers. Doesn't call in very often. Maybe that's why he was one of my favorites. Me? But no, this is not you, Cardiff. Slowpoke Paco calling in, weighing in on the tortilla debate. <laughs> we've been having. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I know. I've been waiting for this call. Hey, Kyle. It's Slowpoke Paco. I just wanted to say corn tortilla is the real Mexican tortilla. Don't let that and they all say otherwise. Mm-hmm. Flour tortilla. <laughs> no. Corn tortilla. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Corn tortillas are the real Mexican tortillas because they I've, stink. I've <gasps> missed all the tortilla talk. <laughs> a flour tortilla, you might as well just be eating a hamburger. Right. Wait, what? Okay. Hamburgers are <laughs> yes, delicious. It's bread. <laughs> yeah. So go to Carl's Jr. and get a hamburger if that's what you want. Corn tortillas only. Yeah. Um, I'd like one double cheese taco, please. Guys, I need everyone to settle down and calm down. We have a really big deal caller calling in right now. BPG. I'm practice. A black guy. Fuck. <laughs> Call me back. Hi, Lucy. I voted for you. That's <laughs> oh, one of your simps, Lucy. Band practice guy might be my favorite of the simps right now. All right. He always says hi. Yeah, he likes you. I noticed I was going to ask Tukey about his uh, jacket letter, and it wasn't up today. Hmm. The band practice guy made. I have a Tukey jacket letter myself. Do you have a Cardiff one, Cardiff? No. Ha <laughs> ha! Band practice guy forgot where he came from. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> it's just a potato with a candle in it. <laughs> All right. Deluxe from the left coast calling in. Carl, Deluxe on the left coast. Obviously, we're buddies and everything, but I got to tell you, I see... What's going on? We all see your frosted tips, you motherfucker. You know I'm trying to bang candy. You're trying to bang her. I I turn on the show. I see your goddamn frosted tips. Leave some pussy for the people that are not celebrities going forward. We know you met Jen with your fucking frosted tip move. Later. All right. They did get me a hand job during the show that we just did. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, I don't have frosted tips. How dare you? Uh, Cam from Alberta called in and asked whatever happened to DG. Maybe Cardiff knows about this. What happened to DG? I, I know he got a job and had a move, and maybe yeah, he was on something recently. And there was a there's a there's a big there's a trend I'm noticing. And listen to it now that I'm going to say this, you're going to hear it from John all the time. DG was calling everyone lame. Yeah, 
on some show he was on recently. John is using lame a lot lately as well. He latches so out this of is these be- words. It's great. Yeah, it's becoming a thing. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't. Uh, he he just hasn't been around as much, but he's still he's still out there. Okay. Still fighting Dabble Storian. Well, Cam from Alberta. Why do you care? DG is nothing. He's so boring. He adds nothing to any conversation. Good riddance. Oh, this is an interesting observation right here. Producer Chris laughs like a Dracula, and I think that is pretty cool. You laugh like a Dracula. <laughs> I have a few different laughs, but uh, that's one of them, yeah. I just like the idea. Like, Dracula's just one vampire, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you can't be like all Dracula. You, you laugh like Dracula. That's something Ralphie would say. Jesus Christ. <laughs> all right. Hey, Carl. It's Eddie from Portland. Uh, I'm calling about the the Carl Diss parody song. Yes. Dude, you got to check out where that original song comes from. It's an album by MS Doom and Danger Mouse, I think, called Danger Doom. It was, like, published under the Adult Swim music label, and it's all rapping about fucking old Adult Swim shows and shit. It's, it's rad. And you got to check out the song Aqua Teen Hunger Force. It's sweet. Don't call me back. Fuck you. All right, we'll do. Let's let's check out uh, Aqua Teen. I know this MS Doom. He speaks of. We need food. What are you doing there? I'm rocking. Yeah. No, no, I see that. What for? Money. Kicks in. I want just some stutter bitches and hurt. Lord, mesquite charge. Speaking of witcher who, voice all squeaky like they tuned it up a picture too. A chunk of burnt up witches brew. Get your crew. See if they can't get past the stench of the stew. It stank like a septic tank full of pig poo. Mostly only turned into a Frank or an igloo. This is the reason why he told us about the song. Shake on. You know I would. I just got off the phone with somebody else, and that wasn't about you. That was about me being upset about something else. I shouldn't have called you what I did, because I just, I liked it so much. I'm really looking forward to us working together. And just as of now that I'm calm, and after I've apologized profusely, probably too much, I am available. Have you guys seen what, uh... Our boy, yeah, shout Bologna. out Baloney Flat, shout out Baloney Factory. Yeah, what Baloney Factory is doing right now? I was gonna say, Joey C's got bars on that. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So Baloney Factory is now creating Seinfeld, starring Carl. So Carl walks into Seinfeld's apartment. Against <laughs> <He has> Kramer, <laughs> it's so fun. Release the Kraken. Release the Kraken. Uh, anyway, that's a lot of fun. Maybe I, sh- I should have played it, but I don't have it prepped, so I'm not going to. Okay. All right, guys. We're going to call it... Oh, I didn't do a teaser, did I? <gasps> I forgot the teaser. The teaser. All right, Saturday, I'm going to be in uh, our Florida studios, as will Trucker Andy. And so what I, I think we're going to do, I have the audio of when Centering John went on Adam Carolla's show and huh. talked shit about Howard. And of course, I have Howard... Responding to that, so I think we're going to put together a whole package going through that saga. And Carter's looking like I'm scooping him again, or maybe he's already done this. <laughs> no, I was I was going to do the Adam Carolla one at some point, but I keep putting it off. So it's all yours. Sweet, I know it's hard to to do old John stuff right now because he's just putting out ridiculous bull crap every single day. But mm-hmm. I thought that'd be a fun thing I could put together on the plane 
And, I mean, uh, I don't mind putting out old John stuff when he's making jokes at the expense of his transgender children sure. or talking about his his sister-in-law and his nephew that uh, aren't supportive. Th- those kind of things are okay. Yeah, apparently... On potato soup. Apparently, John was on with uh, Adam's ex-wife for yes. crying out loud is the name of the show. And this was years ago. And people told me he has some negative things to say about his trans uh, son. He actually even started that episode trashing Adam Carolla with Adam Carolla's ex-wife. At the time, it's still his wife. Yes. Fucking idiots. He's such a moron. So anyway, a lot of fun things to check out. No one talks more shit about John's kids than John. Let's always remember that. As much as John pretends that we all make fun of his kids, we do not. John is the one. And Patrick Melton are the people who are making fun of John's kids. So keep that in mind. So anyway, that's what we're doing this Saturday. Should be a lot of fun. Please tune in for that. W-A-T-P. You can find everything you need to find at whoarethese.com. Okay, bye. Okay, folks. Guess what? The episode's over. Go fuck yourselves. Have a good week. Bye. Of planet hit, I rewatch it, Carly. Boom. <laughs> His mom. Boom. Boom. Okay, bye. Can you do it, Lucy? <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>